up, down, down, left, right, left, right, B. Oh, yeah. So, like, so start. I, but I only knew of that. I didn't, no, I, like... No, I, like, legit used it yeah. all the time. Yeah, I had three brothers. So, well, I mean, I, I still have them. <laughs> like, I, I remember, threw them away. Yeah. <laughs> I used to have three brothers. And then I put them on a shelf. Then I turned 18. <laughs> yeah. And I devoured them. Exactly. Um... Okay, that's all good. Oh, I asked for questions on last time Mary Bielski was here, and she she was the She's first. She's my friend. Yeah, she was the first. I love her. She was the first guest that was like, uh, "Can I look through the questions before we?" So, and that's I like never... Allison. When you have Allison Sullivan, she'll be like that. She needs. Okay. She needs it. I don't. Okay. Okay. I'm like, I don't. I could have met you at HEB earlier today. I only got one from Nick so far. Let's see the other. I really don't really have to do the intro. It's just it's I'm used to doing it for um, when like there are more than one person because it gets everyone to shut up. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Taylor says I always go over the um, beginning. Over the beginning. Do yeah. you want that lower? You can I do this. Kind of. Yes. You oh. can always adjust it. Yeah. Nice. It's okay. You. And cool. You can, you can move it like this. Oh, okay. Too. Just get comfortable. Okay. Oh, I love it. Edmund, thanks. <laughs> Listen, I always try to just like respect because yeah. it's not my stuff. I don't know. This bell you can ring. Don't don't ring it as much as Mary. So Bilski wait, do did. I not get a Topo Chico though? Yeah, you do. Here. Oh, okay. That's what's going well, to Oh, it was smoky. Yeah. It, it's it's a vaping. Yeah, Topo they're Chico. very <laughs> they're very nice. Look at that. It's like fourth grade science cool? fair. Look at yeah, that. Yeah. What is the bell for? Just sometimes you feel like you need to ring a bell. Okay. It's just been a thing for and a And Mary time. just went to town. So she went to town. When was she here? She was just here? Like like four days ago. Oh. Yeah. She, I forgot to have her sign the table, though. Oh, no. Okay, here. She'll we'll just, just start the back. thing. We'll just start the thing. We'll just start it. These okay? are the brightest lights of I'm the sorry. World. No, how are my bright? pores? It's fine. I'm No, I'm excited. Okay, you ready? <laughs> here we go. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Here we go. Ready. Ready. Rolling tape, editor, check. It's kind of weird when it's just two of us. Is it weird for you? Well, it's like we're just watching oh. this intro. We're Normally, just, if there's other people. Did you do this, though? Yeah. Normally when so do you want me to compliment? No, I don't. That's what feels weird. Every time people come on, then we watch it, and then it's like, so what you? Who did that? What genius. I need to do a new one. The first thing Mary said was... How do I get on the... Yeah, no kidding. Who do you got to know? We need to do a second, like a season two kind of yeah. revamp of it and then mm-hmm. just put all, like a bunch of more people on it. Can this be like the show slash late night? Mm-hmm. Like this can be like a, like this is an yeah. extra, you know what I mean? It kind of feels that way. Kind of, right? It does. It's like a different vibe. Have you ever... Different vibe. Have you ever done... You do a lot of... I mean, you do ra- radio. You do Jen Fuller show and... Taylor. Have you ever done? And they do Guadalupe, which of which I haven't done that in a while, so I should probably. Have you ever recorded in front of a live audience? Yeah, the first time I was on Jim Fulweller's show, and I didn't know who she was. (laughs) This is a great story, but I don't know if you want to tell it. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so I didn't know who Jennifer Fulweller was. Not a clue in the world. And um, she was having this conference called Adele. Sure. Like the girl, like the singer. Cute, but E D E L. Oh, Adele. Oh, okay, but sure. I mean, no, yeah, is you're right. Is it like right. a Bible word or something? It's kind of like saying "gif" or "gif." I don't know. It's like, but what is the what does that word mean? Okay, so it's like a lady that is like I don't I don't know. She's like not a saint, but like she's kind of. So this is, this was Jen's conference. This was Jen's conference with Hallie Lord again, someone I didn't know. Okay, and they sent out an email. So this is 2017, 
and it's in Austin. And they sent an email to everyone who bought a ticket to this conference, which it was a, it's a pricey conference, right? Yeah. And they said, Hey, Jen's going to do her thing. If you have anything that you do and you want to come be on her show. And I'm thinking, Oh my God, it's another flipping mom with a podcast. <laughs> I'm like, if I freaking go, you got to be kidding. If one more person has a flipping podcast, that's what everyone feels about. I get that exact reaction when I say I have a podcast. People no. go, another freaking woman with a podcast. <laughs> Another mom. Say, yeah. Another <laughs> like, mom with a podcast. Dang it. Yeah. So I legit thought I was gonna go to this like creepy hotel room mm-hmm. with this mom with her iPhone. Wait, but you you voluntarily decided to go to the conference for some reason, right? Okay, I'll tell you why. Yeah. Have you ever heard of and you have? <laughs> because a- you're Adele? under the age of <laughs> the singer. I thought it was her. No, no uh, FOMO completely one hundred percent. Really? Everybody I knew okay, listen. All my friends are super like legit moms. They like read blogs and yeah, they like yeah. read books and they so like everyone do all the knew things. They're at- all Marthas. I'm not. Uh they all knew Jen <sighs> yeah, was put on the conference. Totally. And yeah. I didn't know. Like yeah, I yeah. they hadn't even said her name. Okay. And it wasn't just Jen, it was like all these bloggers were going to be there okay and they were like totally fangirling at home but i didn't know and i was like well i'm gonna go because they were so brilliant their thing for their um conference was they had people people take pictures with like i'm going to adele and i was like i want to go to adele i feel left out like that all the time okay you understand yeah so i was like i'm going and everyone was like for i mean like actually no one asked me why i was going (laughs) (laughs) but in my narrative yeah everyone the townspeople (laughs) said why are you going (laughs) And I said, because I want to go. Anyway, the people so, want to know. The people want to No one cared. That's but, how people start YouTube videos. Like, yeah. A lot of people have been asking me. Sure. No one's not asked, one no human asking, ever yeah. has wanted to know anything. A lot of people I have been asking me about my prayer routine. It's like, right. no, one, no one cares, yeah. Karen. That's why I <laughs> No one's going, hey, Karen, tell us your prayer routine. <laughs> Put it on your Instagram <laughs> yeah. story. And Karen's like, ah, so many Dang people it. asking me. I have to ask another poll. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Totally me. So, yeah. Okay, so you show up at the conference. Mm-hmm. You don't know who Jen is. Well, I told my friends. Here's what's so crazy. Not one of them said anything about it. Like, not only that, but I kind of got looped into a lot of parts of this conference. That's amazing. All of a sudden, I was like, kind of like, I feel like. You're part of the conference? This is what I'm saying. It got a little kind of out of control. That's awesome. That's my goal every conference (laughs) I go to. People are like, oh, are you part? And you're yeah. like, actually, no. Yeah, no. But I'm so important if I don't and, come. And always in my head, I'm always – it's probably because I'm just so self-centered and narcissistic and attention-grabbing. But every, all the time – it doesn't matter what conference or how big. I'm always like, if they call me up on stage, what do I open with? <laughs> I'm ready, though. I'm like, what's my so type five? Seek, yeah. you're ready. Yeah, yeah. Because you're like, ready. there's 20,000 people. I will not yeah. let them down. It's like when I met the Pope. I had a plan on yeah. what I was going to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, so what came out? Pope John Paul II. Did it actually this come 2001, out? 2001, yes. And we you were had planning? Esposo Novelli. Well, we went up to meet him, right? We're like all in the yeah. wedding stuff, and we're like nine years old. Yeah, yeah. And we go up, and I'm thinking, <laughs> not really nine, in case anyone's worried. <laughs> you live in Texas. They're like, is that a law? But, um, yeah, so we're going up and I'm thinking, you know, he has been sitting there all day blessing everybody, yeah. but has anybody thought to bless him? Oh, you were way ahead of Pope Francis. I will take care of that. You pray for I him. I will. Yes. Yeah. So he goes, God bless you. And I was like, no, God bless oh. you. Did you do the... No, I pointed. <laughs> <laughs> I did the American whoosh. You pointed maybe too aggressively in the Swiss sure. guard. We're like, whoa, yeah, hold they on. kind of like pulled me off and I went my, to jail. My coworker, Tim, said the dumbest thing. He said when he was about to see Pope... John Paul II, the only thing he could think is if he had had a second to say something to yeah. him, just the first thing that popped into his head was to say, Wakanda forever. He did not. No, he didn't say it, but oh. he was like, 
he was like, that was that was the only that thing was he the could only thing. Like in the moment, he was nervous, and the only thing he could think to say is like Wakanda forever, and it just popped into his head, and like, oh, wouldn't that be funny? But then he couldn't think of anything else. That's really I, funny. I almost peed my pants when yeah, he that's told, fantastic. I was laughing so hard. I'm I was like, kind of sad that didn't <laughs> you're such an idiot. <laughs> Wakanda forever. You have one of chance all, to see the Pope. Because he looks so much. No, like he just the character. Just I'm kidding. Thought, he was just, a joke. No, he just thought. <laughs> Wakanda forever, you know? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I, well, I told him, I said, if I were standing next to you and you would have whispered that to me, yeah. I would have forced you to say that. I would have, That would have been it after that point. Yeah. I would be like, you can't leave until so you po- actually say these things. So Jen got the Pope at, at, the, at her conference. Yeah, yeah. See? So not the same story. <laughs> God, that's so around. sad. Back to 2017. We're so, yeah, yeah. It was so professional. So, we, yeah. So I show up and my two girlfriends are with me. And I go to open the door and this one friend, uh, Carrie Con- uh, Cassie Conker, that's hilarious. She's yeah. going to be like, really? Because I tell the story all the time about her. But Cassie grabbed my arm and she goes, my mom can't wait to hear you today. And I looked at her and I said, on a podcast? <laughs> are these, are they live? I don't even know what a podcast yeah, is. Yeah, and yeah. I was like, that's weird. Yeah. And she looks at me and she goes, Liv, this is Sirius XM radio. Yeah. You're about to be on the, like, this is national radio. You're this about to go live. satellite. Yeah. And I said, I looked at her and I go, should I call my mom? And I did. I called my mom. <laughs> yeah. And they like got into the car because that's where yeah. satellite radio yeah, yeah. is. And I they opened like, the door. Subscribe. Make sure you pay. <laughs> yeah. And there was like 100, 150 people. Wow. Open the door. There's a stage. There's Jen, Hallie. Still don't know who they are. Yeah. <laughs> they had the big banner. So prepared. The big, all the things, the yeah. mics and the things. Yeah, yeah. And um, with radio, there's no prep work. Which I love, but at the time Wait, I didn't know. You don't know anything. Like I didn't know how long I was talking. I didn't know what about. I didn't oh, know like, gotcha, gotcha. anything. Gotcha. Like you legit go sit down. So I I'm, I stand up at the next to Jen, who I didn't know, and she's on her computer being very Jen, which now I know yeah. is very her. Yeah. And she turns to me and she goes, "Are you the one about marriage?" Which meant I had written and said I have a marriage ministry, like when I wrote in, and so I was like, "Sure." Yeah. And she said, "We go live in thirty seconds. Put those headphones on." Oh. So I sit down, put on the headphones. It was 13 minutes of live radio. Yeah. It was fantastic. I had yeah. the link. I had the link everyone I've done, but this one's really fantastic. Yeah. Because I had written a couple of things on a piece of paper because how I said I was like really kind of in yeah. the whole thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to be a hostess at a table Saturday night, meaning they were going to put 12 ladies at my table. And if you were really good at talking to people, they were like, hey, would you be a hostess? I was like, yeah, I can totally do that. I would so love they, to do that. Right? In fact, can I do that all Can you conference? do that every con- – yeah. look at you. Can we're I- just finding jobs yeah. for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is really like – I feel like we're interviewing yeah, and I'm exactly. getting to know you better. <laughs> no, I so- was saying for you. I'm sure you felt that way. <laughs> no, I did. I, I loved did, it. I was right? so yeah. excited. And so I wrote down three things. I wrote down, I love New York City. I love singing at the top of my lungs with the windows down on a car trip because I went to Lubbock. I yeah. went to Tech. So yeah, yeah. we always were in the car for nine yeah, hours. Yeah. And then I said, I love watching Friends in Bed with my husband. When they printed it, they wrote friends lowercase and yeah, they didn't when have you quotes said it, around it. When you said it just mm-hmm. now, you love watching friends and <laughs> Just take a moment. So that's how that segment take went. Take a moment. I bet on Jen, Catholic radio. I bet Jen capitalized lot, on that. Listen. Yeah. They went to town. And uh, here's what's great. I'm a good sport. And, yeah. I, was, and I got it. Oh, and yeah. I went with them. Oh, I would have I would have purposely wrote it that way. Fanta- it was so great. Mm. So when we were finished, she took off her headphones. She looked at me and she goes, you are wonderful mm, on yeah. live radio. And I was like, thanks, lady. Yeah. <laughs> like, I still don't yeah, know. Like, you looked at her and you, you said, are. you looked at her and said, I think you have a career in this too. <laughs> I know. You should You're doing pretty talk good. to that lady with the podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Maybe yeah. she'll put you on. <laughs> you should do this more often. <laughs> Get out your iPhone. Yeah. You could have a podcast too. I really want to speak into this and affirm you, Jen. <laughs> 
<laughs> that you might have a future. Discern this. Ask your husband for permission. I mean, seriously, <laughs> yeah. it was funny. And she was like, no, really, you're so great. And I was like, okay, thanks again. And then I left the stage. The next morning, I'm in line at the Marriott getting my cruddy like pastry or whatever, yeah, you know, yeah. the conference, the conference yeah, yeah. Pastry, pastry. Yeah, conference pastry. And I pulled up my phone and there was an email from the SiriusXM producer. Wow. And that's how I got started. That's amazing. Isn't that crazy? So do you? where do you go now? Do you have a studio like in your home or do you go to a studio? You're adorable and I love you for asking that because no, I don't have my own show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I go to Jen's. So okay. I go to Austin, but I gotcha. have gotten to do it twice live in New York. Wow. So that's super cool in Sirius XM. That's and the first cool. time I did it, uh, Jen McCarthy was there and I got to meet a lot of famous people and it was really wow. awesome. This last time I was just there in September. Dang. No one famous. But hey. So how long have you been, so how long have you been talking into microphones? Um, like in total. So that was August of 2017. So I just Dang. had my two year anniversary. Wow. And I went professional as a speaker, as an MC, and what I say like now as a radio like co host, because now I've been asked by her, her little like whatever, her show to, I'm like on now every once every five weeks. And so, um, Anyway, I say June 1st, 2018 is when my website dropped. Yeah. That's when that went live. So That's cool. I count that as like my, yeah. I don't know, becoming professional. <laughs> Once you have a URL. So, I don't know. I mean, it's a ministry. I mean, I have a business card. Yeah. So Once you have a .com, it's a God-ordained so ministry. You can start talking in the third person too. <laughs> can you? We at liveharrison.com. It's so dumb. Yeah. But I'm not a, I'm a nobody. I don't have a blog. I don't yeah. have a book. I'm not a youth minister. It's well, kind of crazy. But you have a website and you but have But I have a website. Yeah. And you're talking to microphones. This is what I'm saying. That's how I've always felt about online stuff. Like anytime someone says something like maybe you feel this way sometimes, maybe you don't. But Okay. Anytime someone says that they listen to something, yeah. I'm always the first two seconds is shock and like I feel exposed. Really? Yeah, all the time. Even though really? I'm literally, literally gasping for attention. What are you talking <laughs> I literally have 25 cameras in there here. There are so many. Look, I'm not good at math, but yeah, it's a I lot. can't even yeah. count them. And, so many. And the fir- my first two seconds is like, huh? That wasn't for- Really? Yeah, yeah. It's still to this day, yeah. Wow, I wonder if it's like a rush. I, I wonder know. if it's like a like a thing. What do you mean, like that? I get amnesia right afterwards. <laughs> sure, we'll go with that. <laughs> no, I just—I don't know. I think, uh, I think somewhere deep down, I'm not sure that people are really seeing it. You know? Oh, yeah. So I don't know. Okay, it's weird. That is weird. So did you always want to? Did you did you ever dream as a kid that you would do something like that? What radio? Yeah, like talking to a microphone. Here's what's so crazy. I mean, it's 2019. Who the flip is listening to the radio? Yeah, I don't even true. own SiriusXM. No, I, I don't either. Okay, I didn't know. So like seriously, yeah. I like I don't do any of the things that I actually do. Yeah, I yeah. do none of them. Yeah, yeah. So um, I, it's so 1928. Yeah, you know, like yeah, yeah. I don't know who's the president. You mm-hmm. know, Eisenhower. It's <laughs> who's like, the president? Who's on the who's radio? The I don't know. I mean, I'm saying like radio is so old. Mm-hmm. I. Love it. Yeah. I did, I wouldn't have known to have dreamt to have done yeah. it. My whole life dream was to be on Broadway, but I have no talent. Okay. So we had to let that go. But it was really cute because my husband, the first time I went live at SiriusXM, he goes, hey, you're actually like you're going to be in New York because I thought, well, I can't do Broadway because yeah. I can't sing. But I actually have a cousin who's a Broadway composer. She's amazing. Wow. So I get to do a lot of cool stuff with Broadway actually all the time. Yeah. Um, But I wanted to do Saturday Night Live. So I was going to go to yeah. Second City in Chicago. Yeah. And then I was going to go right for Saturday night live and then of course they were going to put me on yeah duh. how old are and you then, when you really felt this like how old did you how oh this you? was college i mean i went to school i was 17 when i was in college and i i was a uh, english major 
to to be on to Saturday do, Night Live to go yeah to go audition for Second City that Dang. was the thing so that freshman year I was actually signed up to do stand up comedy yeah my um my roommates actually put me on this list to do it which is so funny I didn't do stand up comedy until last summer with Jen Fulweiler yeah we went we did it together in Austin That's and now crazy. she's doing comedy wait so you wanted to be tour. on Saturday Night Live but you you were going the route of being a writer yeah okay exactly okay. Yeah. interesting yeah I, well I mean I thought you should know your craft right I mean yeah. like if you're gonna be on Saturday Night Live a lot of them are the writers like they're the yeah, writers yeah. and then they get to be on the show i just so, thought you would, I, I just thought you'd do stand-up too or at least try it well you know it wasn't a full plan edmund i was 17 <laughs> <laughs> i also went to texas tech so That's true. what was That's i really true. thinking okay obviously didn't think it through and i mean not to spoil it i didn't do it yeah. so you know hey there's still hope but, right i there's think we're gonna hope. let that go but what was cool was my husband texted me and said hey Liv, you're actually about to go live from new york oh <gasps> how right is that dang on like Kinda a thursday cool. it was like a, a th- tuesday but <laughs> close you were so close saying, i think the last time i just did it i just did it in uh i think it was thursday in uh, september i just went and if you could do that on a but saturday kind of cool though? yeah it's amazing it's still kind of neat that's really so cool. i kind of still did my dream of going yeah. live from new york and i've yeah. done it twice dang i know rad now i have nothing left to do with my life well <laughs> you could probably i mean i could try stand up again it was yeah. kind of crazy to do with jen yeah yeah so and what, now she's killing it so what what did you just write it and just went and did it? Like you act like that was not a big moment in your life to go do stand up for the first time. It was kind of a big moment. I didn't understand what an open mic was. Have this you ever is done you, this is you in any <laughs> any context. You're starting to get it. Yeah, yeah. You're how like, my life happens, we don't know. You're like, how do microphones work? I don't know. I'm up here on stage. No, okay. So I have a friend who, and I should show you the picture later. She coined the phrase that I am a rainbow tornado. And it kind of makes sense. What like my that? life is just so – I'll have to show you the photo because I have a friend that actually drew it. But like my life is just chaotic <laughs> but in a really magical wait, can we, way. Wait, can we it's back It's kind of crazy. Wait, you have a friend that actually drew a rainbow tornado. Yeah, you want to see it? Yeah. I mean I can show yeah, you later. Yeah, I do. No, I want to see it. You want to see it right now? Yeah, because yeah. I – This is my best friend. So my friend Shandy is the one that came up with this whole concept. But my friend um, – What does that have to do with – My best friend Katie, she's the one that like – So why does that work? You're a rainbow tornado because yeah. – just because, like, tornadoes. like things, tornadoes are just what, like, spazzy crazy. Okay. Um, but a rainbow, it's just magical and amazing. <laughs> that's not what I. That's not what well, I. That's imagine. a rainbow tornado. Yeah, you're right. I can't argue with that. Okay. So yeah, you know, like everything magical in life happens. Kind of looks like, like a, I live. It kind of looks like a, a disco tornado. Well, hey, I'm not opposed bit. to that. Yeah. So how was that doing stand up? Listen, it's 2020. I think 2020 is going to be it's the almost year. 2020. I know. Yeah, I kind of feel like maybe I'm going to, but that's going to go do stand up. Well, no, I'm saying that's going to be the year that everyone has tried stand up, right? I, that's how I feel. Damn it. Maybe it's just because I'm listening to too much of it. It just feels like. Well, because Jen Fullwell is so doing it now popular. as it's, a tour. Yeah, it's so popular right now. Okay, stand-up. thanks. No, I'm not saying it's bad. I'm always like a year behind. <laughs> no, I'm not saying that's bad. I'm saying I'm jealous of you that you. I haven't done No, did that. no, no. It was cool. I, I've never done an open mic. I've never been to an open mic. Yeah. So I didn't get the concept. I was shocked. People brought up like iPads or they brought up like legal pads. They brought up their phones. They brought up like their hand. And oh, they would literally that. just stand up there and be like, so my grandma like picked up my dog. Like they yeah. literally were just reading one liners. Yeah. And you were like, that's I not me. I acted like I was on my own Netflix special. <laughs> I was like, hey, everybody. Hey, how you doing? Okay. Did you write before you went up? Oh, heck yeah. yeah. I wrote work, a whole set. Did you work on it hard? Like, like, yeah. Like Jen was like 
uh, working. This with was other at the co- beginning, so I've been with her from the beginning of okay, this okay. whole thing. And then yeah. I just went to Chicago and was there watching her and supporting her doing yeah, her yeah. show. And there was a live taping, and then I went live on SiriusXM the next day and talked about yeah. it. And then I was on the show on Monday in Austin. Yeah. So did and you then, collaborate with someone on the set that you wrote? No, she wanted to go over it. But this was at the very beginning of her whole thing. I was actually with her on the air in New York. The first time I went live in New York, it was the day that Kate Spade killed herself. Mm. I'm walking into the SiriusXM building. And I get the th- you know how our phones go off like every five minutes, yeah. and it says Kate Spade, and literally it was blocks away from where I was. Mm. And I walk into SiriusXM. This is my first. I mean, like I am like I had a photographer with me. Yeah, I had my hair and makeup done. It Dang. was a big day for me. Wow. I had my headshots done the night before. Like, Dang, a- you know how to do Broadway. Dude, listen, Gosh. you have no idea. Wow. My friend Matt Bomer, he's a really famous actor. I don't know mm. if you know Matt. He was on Broadway, no. so I went and I I was with him. So it was like a really big week. For That's me. awesome. Really big week. Yeah, and um. So I'm like, okay, like going in and I talk to Jen, you know, here I am and she's in Austin. I'm in New York. Yeah. And I'm like, hey, the whole Kate Spade thing. That's the day because of Kate Spade's death that she decided to go into stand-up was because of Kate Spade killing herself. And I happen to be the person who was on the air with her. Wow. So she wears a bracelet, mm-hmm. that a Kate Spade one, mm-hmm. for every show that she does and whatever. And then the other day when I was on the show, I don't remember when she told that story. She had me interview her. So it was like April maybe of this year. Mm-hmm. And she was like, you know, and I said, oh, so tell me how you got started. What made you decide to start doing the whole stand-up thing? And I was with her doing one of her very first yeah. shows when we yeah, yeah. went and did this open mic thing, which yeah. was two Julys ago. Yeah. And, and so I I didn't know the story. So this is just a few months ago. And she goes, oh, well, Kate Spade had actually killed herself. And I was on the air. And did I, I go, Jen, I was the one on the air with you that yeah. day. It was so crazy. So what made her – why did that make her – She decided because looking at someone like Kate Spade who had this incredible life, right? Yeah. Okay. She has all her stuff together. And apparently Kate was like Catholic mm. or you know, kind of had this whole like – you know. Yeah. And so <laughs> I don't know. Well, because I don't want to say like – She was like an openly Catholic celebrity. I mean – okay. Yeah. yeah. So Mark Wahlberg, openly Catholic man. Okay, well, he's like leg- – Yeah, I mean, he's very dude, openly like Catholic. like the ashes. Yeah. And he's like oh, – yeah, yeah. But you know, I hope so, one day I'll be that – that cool? It. Yeah. I'll film you in your car with okay. your ashes. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, so she was like really touched by the whole, you know, she had this whole empire and you know, David Spade's her brother-in-law and like yeah. blah, 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 blah. And uh, that's yeah. it. She's gone. Yeah. You know, she committed suicide and it was like, wait, what? Mm. And he, you know, in this beautiful house, you know, whatever in yeah. Manhattan and blah, blah, blah. And it was just kind of like, it just really hit a chord with her. When... Robin Williams killed himself. That was the day that like really hit a chord for me mm. because I have I always had so much in common yeah. with him. Yeah, yeah. So for her, it just was. And so she the and these are her words. It was, you know, I felt like I need to put something out there mm. that's helping everybody kind of with this whole thing called life. If I can take off mm. a few moments yeah. where you can just not think about whatever it is mm. or be in that place. I want to do that. Yeah. And so she went after it. And when I, what I really admire about Jen and getting to watch this whole process of, of literally being there from the moment that this has started, she has worked on this craft so seriously. Oh, yeah. Like, like I've been seeing that on her crazy. Instagram stories. You have stories. no idea. Yeah. Like, but, but stuff that people don't even know. Oh, yeah. I like, I mean, private coaching and like yeah. whatever. She's amazing. I mean, not – I mean, but just like she's taking it so seriously. She's talked to so many people and she's just taking it so seriously. And I just really admire that. So being able to watch it from – from that first time that we did yeah. it two Julys ago yeah, yeah. when we're doing these like terrible, you know, and everybody's riding up there with their like Sharpie on their hand, you know, well, what, what made and you I'm go? being really serious about it. Like thinking, what made you go? Were you I just... might get discovered. 
<laughs> I got my headshots. No I yeah, got a exactly. photographer. <laughs> I'm ready, you guys. <laughs> People out there trying to earn food man, money, man. and you're just like, oh, what's up? I was like, that's what I'm afraid. Of. That's what I'm afraid of. I'm. Af- I get too in my head about if like not wanting, not wanting someone to say, well, you're not taking this seriously, or not want it. Once something gets popular, it's really hard for me to. I get. I get in my head about it. Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, honestly, the podcast and stuff getting popular. I'm yeah, like, you should let this go. I should probably should. <laughs> I think I'm going to start doing VR shows. Great. Right? Virtual oh, reality shows. Nice. Yeah. Wouldn't that be cool? Sure. I'm going to act totally like I know what that is. But that sounds like virtual reality. Amazing. I know what the, VR is, but oh, I don't okay. know what a show would be We're like. We're going to make one. We'll make it up. Great. Yeah. And I'm so good at this. I never know what anything is. So I'm in. You're hired. I'm yay. <laughs> I got discovered. <laughs> what was that like doing the, doing the set? Doing the open Listen, mic? here's what was so crazy about it. There were 45 people that night, yeah. and there were only five women. Two were Jen and I. Wow. So it was a little humbling. Wait, 45 people. How many yeah. minutes? How many minutes? Three. You had three. Dang. And it was at this, it was called Kick-Ass Coffee yeah. Company or something like yeah, in yeah. the middle of East Austin. It was yeah. so cool. Yeah, yeah. I was trying to act cool. Yeah. Um, the whole time I was like, hey, how you doing? Hi. Um, but what I, I learned a lot of lessons that night. Yeah. A lot. Yeah. Um, I haven't gone back to stand up. <laughs> Were you just doing it to support her? And just to be she wanted her? me to do it. She had, she had been talking to me about it. Like when I had been coming in for the shows to do, you know, the radio, she was like, Liv, let's do one. Let's do an yeah. open mic together. And I was yeah. like, man, I don't know. And she was like, no, 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 we're going to do it together. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> Whatever. Sure, I'm fine. such a follower. Yeah. I don't know. And so, yeah. So she was like, let's do it. You know, write your set. Da, da, da. And I was like, okay. So, um, yeah. So we did. So she filmed me. I have it on film. Nice. And I did release it. <laughs> like, I you don't released know. It? Wait, I you... like put it out into yeah. the internet at yeah. one point. It took me like six months to watch it. Wow. It was, it was hard. It was yeah. really, really hard. And um, I did. She said that. She goes, when I got off the stage, she goes, you did better than you think you did. And I was oh, like, yeah. Yeah, I, I feel I like that's know. always. Do you, do you allow yourself? Do you does your personality allow yourself to say that you really crushed it when you crush it? Now, now, in okay. the last, I would literally say this get since my conference in May, yeah. my life has changed in my confidence. Huh? Interesting. Before then, no. Yeah. But yes, now that I have confidence, yes. Yeah. Before that, absolutely not. That sums up my. That, does that, that make kinda, sense? Yeah. No. Totally. That yeah. kind of sums up my life, though. You think you did better than you think you did. That kind of like that could just be. Yeah, but I mean, there did, were like he did three people be- left when I went on stage, <laughs> and and I did a whole set on Disney. Oh, right. Relevant. Yeah, that's super kick ass coffee with <laughs> if I told you the things that these kids did for their three minute sets, let's just say it had nothing to do with the Mickey Mouse. Like oh, it yeah. was like, but you got to mix it up. Uh, I mean, there were so be... many things I heard that I was like, I need confession for my ears. <laughs> <laughs> but isn't that, it doesn't that excite insane. you though? But doesn't that excite you? That would, that uh, excites it was the me. wrong crowd. It was the okay. wrong. And there were literally, and I'm not just saying yeah, this, yeah. but really and truly I went on like at 1125. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not kidding. Yeah. Um, and it was just, uh, what excites me though, is that you both were there. Like that, it was great. That that's not your. You know what's crowd, cool? One of, you were there. One of the jokes that she told that night is in her set that she's doing right now. On that's tour. awesome. Yeah, that's so awesome. that's cool. And it's actually one of my favorite jokes she's ever told. Yeah. So I think that's I think cool. that's. I mean, <laughs> and that, it's just a weird story. I don't know. It's no, just kind of strange to walk that with someone, but it's really neat to watch someone else and be really, really proud of them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. Um, just like a fangirl. You're like, starting. Way I, to go. I feel like I'm starting to get to the age where I understand the whole idea of. Co- well, now I have kids too, but coaching when you coach someone. 
and it feels better to watch them succeed than right. to do it yourself. Yeah. Yeah. When you get to an age where like competition isn't the thing, mm-hmm. you're just like, I'm just really excited for you. Yeah. Like this is enough. Yeah. Yeah. I'm cool. Yeah. That's what's really nice. And when you get enough experience that you see some talent, but all, all they need is for you. you you're like, wow, you could actually, here's this thing I learned. If you just knew this, you'd be able to do it. Yeah. Like all you need is me to say, Hey, yeah. just like, just, just tuck and roll. <laughs> you know, you can do it. I'll say, I need to write that down. Just tuck and roll. <laughs> That's my next text up <laughs> yeah. to everyone. I need to write down the, I think on my tombstone, it's just going to be, he did better than he thought than he did. Than you thought. Ooh, he did I better should than send he you, listen, this would be a moment. I should send yeah. you my three minute <laughs> set. Seriously. And then you could be like, yeah. <laughs> no, you really didn't. So you kind of try you you just you seem like you're just game for anything. I'm at that point. Do you get in a lot of trouble for that? That well, let's see. It just started with the Adele with the Adele conference. That yeah. was the very first time, and that's so funny that you say that because now I talk about that when I yeah. when I give talks. Yeah. Um that was the first moment that I remember actually consciously saying just say yes. Yeah. If there's not a reason to say no and it's yeah. not immoral to then just say yes. And that's kind of been my last two years. Yeah. It's like you're trapped in a Jim Carrey movie. Yeah. Right? It's kind of crazy. That one where he always he just says yes to everything. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Kind of like that yeah. at this Hopefully point. Hopefully it's going to end up better than that yeah. than a Jim Carrey movie. Yeah. Don't watch that movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But that's kind of what the last two years have been. So this last year, it's been very organic. Yeah. Which is cool. Are your parents Catholic? Yeah, they are. Okay. Were you? So what were you like before all of that? Before uh, you were willing to just say yes to stuff, were you just very timid and no. you whispered a lot and you're quiet? <laughs> yes. <Yeah. laughs> can we be, can we do that radio thing, the Saturday Night Live, the, yeah. this the is, sweaty balls? This can is sweaty balls? Yes. What are you talking when about? When they do that scene, the Saturday Night Live that they do oh, no, I don't know with what Alec about. Baldwin. No, I don't know mm, what well, great. Glad I, just I just know that, that someone's always microphone. filling – Someone's always filling in for someone else on NPR. It feels yeah, like. yeah, yeah, yeah. Someone's always this is Terry Gross filling in for. <laughs> it's always whoever, yeah, whoever it is. So, yeah. how many brothers and sisters do you have? I have three younger brothers, but okay. I am shorter than them, so they call me their little sister. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm a lot older than them, so yeah. a lot of people don't even know that they had an older sister. Oh. If that makes sense, yeah. because like I didn't go to school with any of them. Yeah. You know, I was already gone, that kind of stuff. So, so people didn't know. Yeah. Like people just always thought it was the boys, you know? Wow. Yeah. But they're great. I yeah. mean, and they're all married and they've made people and, <laughs> you know, it all worked out. I married my high school sweetheart. Aww. My mom is actually my husband's confirmation sponsor. Okay. So like to... he's been around since I was 15. Oh, wow. Yeah. We were best friends in wow. high school. Yeah. One of those. Danielle, so my wife know. and I in college, people always thought we were brother and sister. Oh, that's how did that turn out? Do your kids we look have kids now. incest or they're <laughs> yeah, like yeah, they have, they have uh, the underbite and a and the big nose Stop. and the eyes too wide? Stop! Yeah, stop! They yeah, they do look, not. I've seen pictures of your kids, and yeah. they're adorable. They look like one of those, like uh, King Edward the Third's son or something. They do not. Henry, Henry the Fourth's whatever. Is it just because that? Okay, are you the type of couple that like, like we just look very, we, we look, look kind but of. They similar. say people do that, right? Yeah. They say a lot of people like just kind of. Yeah, like so your really, pet. you're like you just... start looking like your pet. <laughs> Or really, you just think you're really hot and you're like, how could I improve? Oh, I could uh, be a girl. Just, <laughs> so I'll look for that. <laughs> no, I think it's just, I think people are lazy. We just both have dark brown hair. We have dark, We're done. Yeah, we both have dark brown eyes. That's hilarious. Both have mustaches. I don't <laughs> she did. In college, we did. <laughs> and then, yeah. and then you stopped. Then she met me and I was like, <laughs> hair bleach. She told me to shave mine. That's ridiculous. You this is why it's funny because you haven't met her yet. Well, I have seen pictures of her. I mean, not many though, actually. Oh, yeah. 
Uh, you, maybe you didn't notice the mustache. <laughs> Poor amazing woman. No, who... she's awesome. She's okay. gorgeous. No, okay. she's amazing. Well, good. No, it just it was funny to think of us in college both That's having really mustaches. Funny. So when y'all got like when y'all started dating, did that kind of make everyone like, hmm? Well, so people were like, no. What the reaction we would get is like some of my rugby friends would be like, I saw you with your sister. Were you guys holding hands? <gasps> no. <laughs> like no. That was not my sister. You know. Oh my. It was like God. that kind of thing. Like, were you guys? Because they probably saw us before <laughs> and thought. Oh, that's Edmund's sister. But then the second time they saw us and we were holding hands, they were like, uh, hmm. maybe they're Amish. Okay. Maybe they, <laughs> yeah, a Catholic maybe school. they're from Utah or something. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They're just friendly. Missouri. Yeah. There's only three people in that state. Yeah. <laughs> so you're, so tell me about yeah. this conference thing that you oh, started. Yeah. This was a year ago that you started? Not even. It was in May. Okay. And this is November. So that's hard. That Whatever was your that first one. Is. That was the yeah. first one. Okay. Mm-hmm. The genius yeah. conference. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Genius. So, um, yeah, that's kind of an interesting story as well. <laughs> I was, there's this, uh, conference company in Houston named fullness of truth yeah okay wait wait they come they uh they've been at our pair they've yeah. hosted our parish they've right. been around a lot yeah mm-hmm. yeah so i was their MC for the last year yeah. okay which is also kind of a crazy story because it's kind of like do you know big bang theory yeah do you know that show a little bit imagine I mean, if lot. i look like penny which okay. i know is shocking yeah. as you think i do I'm sure you look just like um her. to inside i do i'm I don't a know hot who, i don't know which one that is She's oh the, the hot, hot blonde, blonde. Okay. yeah right. okay. but you know how the rest of them are very like you know, they're like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. They're all like professors yeah. and like whatever. So that's kind of what this was. It's like all, all the nerds were the fullest feel- of truth. <laughs> no, and no, you no, were no. the hot blonde. Stop. And they were like, we need you to. Yeah, obviously. Let's start I'm the spin-off. eye candy of fullness of truth. No. <laughs> <laughs> like, let's we try to clear this just up really <laughs> fast before fullness of truth is like what are you saying on the re- okay so but no they all are kind of nerdy right no, they're, no they're theologians like the people who come to speak are amazing no no, no the founders of the conference i'm not talking about them oh. i'm talking about who comes to the like oh. like the speakers at the conference okay, gotcha. they're all like really phenomenal yeah, yeah, yeah. like they are like like they invented the catholic church they were yeah. i don't know they made it up yeah. and like, like they come and they were you know say all these really really smart things and then i pop up and i'm like don't forget your raffle tickets everybody you know <laughs> you know it was like this whole like foil right uh, i didn't actually do it like that but oh my gosh it was really funny because That's what I done. here we <laughs> here we have these really smart yeah. theologians professors from all over the country yeah. and then this yeah so they approached me and said hey we want to know a dumber conference could we like i think you'd be really good at a different conference with smaller words <laughs> oh, that would have been really funny if they if said what, that. Dang it. I'm that's kind where of it sounded sad. like this was going. Well, see, I should have made it sound like that. No, they said, would you write a women's conference? We've never had just a female conference. And I looked at them and I said, that's a hard no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, yeah. women's conferences are the worst. Mm. Catholic women, the, I mean, the, not Catholic women, but Catholic women conferences are just so hideous. Yeah. And it's like, I'm absolutely, absolutely will not do that. Have you been to a lot of those? That's why? Yes, yeah. of yeah. course. Yeah. Are you kidding? What's bad about them? Oh, come on. I I mean, it's just so catty or just what? No, 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 no. Just so I got to be honest, really dry. Just so dry. It's like it's like there's this one thought of what a woman is. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And it's like if you don't fit in this box yeah. and have this type of theology and this type of prayer life and this type of whatever. Mm, yeah. Well then, oh, I yeah. don't know. Where that's do weird. you go? Yeah. yeah. Does that make sense? So like you do go you think to these that's conferences. just the people putting them on? I don't know. Oh, okay. You know, or I don't it, really know. Is it just the vibe of like the place? If, that, if that's uh, the way that it should be, mm, you know, because yeah. we're girls, you know, yeah, yeah. ladies are supposed to be a certain yeah. way. Yeah. yeah. Maybe. Hmm. You know what I mean? So weird. it's kind of this whole concept and this is from my experience guys yeah. i only live in texas so i'm yeah. sure i don't know maybe iowa has an unbelievable women's <laughs> they're crazy cop- they're wild I mean, they're like insane they're i don't like know swearing and spitting <laughs> you know, they allow men they're like, get I the men know. back in the kitchen 
I don't know, but I'm just saying my experience. Let me just go ahead and say that. So they kept asking, and then finally I said, but listen, this is going to be very different because they're 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 very intellectual conferences. Fulton's yeah. the Truth is yeah. fantastic at what they do. Yeah, yeah. But it's it's almost kind of like a lecture series. Like yeah. It's a talk after talk after talk yeah. after talk. I come from a retreat background. Mm-hmm. That's where I kind of got my start back yeah. in the day. So what I did is that when they said, yeah, they said, but here's the deal. We'll finance the whole thing. And you ask whoever you want to be in it. Mm-hmm. And then you write it however you want it to be. And I said, no, are you sure? Because <laughs> you've met me. And they're yeah. like, yeah, we're sure. And they did. Wow. And so, but what's really crazy is that Mary Bielski called me, had no clue who she was, yeah. not a clue in the world. Yeah, yeah. And she was Another like, redhead you didn't know. That had no clue. Right? She's yeah. Re- yeah. I feel does like, yes. Yeah. Kind of? No, yeah, she does. Okay. Would Catherine you consider Whitaker, your hair red? Listen, this is called- Strawberry? What I Strawberry pay someone blonde? to do. So it's any oh, color okay. we want to say it is. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's actually the lightest it's ever been. Hmm. But- um. Anyway, so. <laughs> I'm great at my job too. You're really good. No, at this. I'm not. Okay, so <laughs> yeah, so Catherine Whitaker. Yeah, I uh, didn't know who she was. Okay, she was just she a came person. on the podcast. She was just a person at my conference. Yeah, and then I ended up. She giving, was just a just like a person. person. Like she bought a ticket. She was only a person. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, she didn't have a podcast. Okay, she no, didn't no, have no. a radio show. She was a big deal. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know. Yeah, yeah. And now we're great friends, and now we yeah. do conferences together. And yeah, she yeah. actually ended up giving my closing talk, yeah. and Mary Bielski ended up giving my opening talk. Oh, that's awesome. But it's cool because they're like not even on the in poster because yeah, yeah. I didn't know. Because I so didn't even know who they were. It was so organic. This thing, Like I'm telling you, the whole thing was so cool. So what was different? What's different about the conference, the way you structured it to set it apart? So from- we tried to figure that out. Do you know Will Hickel? Do you know yeah. Will? He yeah. lives here. He, so he was he my was, sound guy. I keep, I'm sorry I keep saying. He was on the podcast. <laughs> oh, we're just bragging. He keeps, he we're just name dropping well, together. <laughs> he keeps bothering me because I need to release his episode. And, oh. Yeah. I had problems with an editor. So. Oh. <laughs> Well, not well, problems that he just yeah. like he's he was behind on it. And then we had to switch editors and so Will's like hello. Yeah, he's, he's such like, a why diva. Are... Yeah, he is. Yeah, no, I love Will so sure. much. I've known him since he was twenty. Wow. Um, from the work that I used to do at Texas A and M. So like twenty years probably, huh? Well, no, because he's, he's only like, like he just he's turning thirty this year. Wow. Yeah, because it was the day after his 29th birthday that I asked him to come be my sound mm, guy for mm. Genius. So we actually got together and I was like, here's my concept. And he was like, live, I'm in. And so he, um, you know, because he's a music producer. So yeah. he brought in Ashley Dean from, um, well, I was supposed to have Rita West, but Rita couldn't do it. But she's going to be here for the, for the next one. It's going to be in Dallas, March cool. 6th to 8th. Wow. Um, so Rita's going to come in and uh, we're going to try to fly Ashley back out. Nice. Because she might be able to come. Yeah. So, but he, you know, Ashley came in. So he came in. I don't know if you know Mason. So Mason had done some work for fullness. So they were my sound. Yeah. He was my DJ for Saturday night. Like all the things, all the lights, all the whatever. Mm-hmm. And I have to say that the greatest thing is he sent me a text afterwards. Here's this 29-year-old guy, okay, at this women's conference. He wrote me a text like this long, so beyond long, writing about how his life was changed because of it. Wow. And everyone who was there, like everyone who were the speakers, they were phenomenal. We had Allison Sullivan. We had Allie Hoffman. You might have heard of her. No. (laughs) Okay. She's nothing. (laughs) Um, And Allison Sullivan's awesome though. (laughs) She is. Yeah, I really We went to high school together. Oh, okay. Isn't that crazy? This is all connecting now. Okay. I know. I just love to do that. That's like my favorite thing. Connections? Yeah. Okay. And I'm a networker, so it's like my favorite. Oh, wow. Yeah. And so Mary Lindenberg, who was the keynote speaker at Jen Fulweiler's Adele Conference. Wow. That's how... I found her. And so they were my speakers. You know, we have Weld. Then I have like um, Jenny Cotis was my stage manager. She runs Austin Diocese. She was one of my teens back in the day. Like it was just this cool thing. My art and environment, like my stage was done by one of my teens who now runs Prince of Peace. That's cool. Back in Houston. Wait, one of your teens. You're a youth minister. I wasn't. No, I'm just a volunteer that's been around for eternity. Yeah. 
So, you know, it was just a really cool. And then I don't know if you know Providential Company, if you know Trisha. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So Trisha's one of my like. stuff before. I like their stuff. She's phenomenal. Yeah. So she took over all of my media. Like she took over all. And everybody did everything out of like, I mean, just unbelievably kind. That's awesome. So she did the program. She did whatever. So and she did my vendors. And so we we were getting together once a week because she lives four minutes away from me. Yeah. So it's just. And I didn't know who she was. Yeah. (laughs) What? It's like what, crazy. So what, what, what we all kind of got together was that we thought at the end of it, we could tell it was the most different thing we'd ever gone to. And this is what we came up with. Yeah. Was that it was a retreat atmosphere mm-hmm. with the content of a conference. Okay. So it's kind of like I wrote a hybrid. Yeah. The other thing was is that the people that were chosen to put this thing on that I intentionally chose mm-hmm. and then also who God decided to just yeah. throw into the mix. There was no and, – and this is what one of the things that Will wrote. He goes, there was no green room. Mm. There was no place for them to go or yeah. to be. And not only that, they didn't want to. If you had walked in, you would not have known who was yeah. there as a person and who was there as yeah. whatever. So you know in retreat ministry when like you have your small group of kids and yeah. then you're like, oh, guys, I got to go give the prayer talk. Hold on. Yeah, yeah. And then you go up and you give your like 30-minute yeah. prayer talk and then you sit back down and you're like, so go ahead. Tell me about your yeah. mom. Relational you know, ministry, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And – I don't think that's been done mm. on this level, yeah. especially you know, How in many adult people? ministry. We had 150 come. Which so that's a good number. This thing was done in 10 weeks, yeah. which is crazy. But that's a good number, though. I yeah. feel like if you get higher ten, than that. That's insane. If you get higher than that, then everyone's like wanting. See, that's interesting. I kind of – people say that and then I'm like, I don't know. Well, I just think the yeah. bigger – like if you get some of the bigger yeah. names, I don't know. I just feel like it's harder to sit at a table – yeah. And be present. Well, we didn't do small groups. It wasn't like oh, that. Okay. Yeah. It wasn't like that. But I mean, it's just, an, it was an interesting, it was yeah. a really, it was very intentionally written. Yeah. And, um, you know, we had, we had mass every day and we had whatever, but then we had these incredible speakers. We had these breakout sessions yeah. that went into these really cool places with the women. Yeah. And there was a lot of downtime, which I always loved in retreat ministry when you gave yeah. teens. And I think adults need that. And I think we forget what adults need, mm-hmm. you know, and, and how they relate to that, especially as women. And my whole goal for this thing was this isn't a mom's conference. Yeah. This is not a young adult conference. Yeah. We're so segregated right now in the church. Like, oh, you're in young. Okay, that's 39 and below. Yeah, I just think, yeah. Do you know I what think, I mean? Yeah, no, totally. I, or totally. The, you're, this is the young mom's group. Oh, well, yeah. but my kids eight. Oh, sorry. Yeah, this well, is for gonna... moms with kids from yeah. like seven and under. Yeah. yeah, It's like, oh my gosh, I get it. I get it that mm-hmm. we need to be fed yeah. in certain things. But also we're kind of really becoming even more like segregated and disconnected, which we already have with the internet. We already have with Instagram. We already have with texting. We already don't have relational ministry period as humans. Well, it's part of being an adult to know how to relate to people who are 55 and 30, 31. crying out loud, but no one's doing it. You know what I'm saying? So my whole goal was, is that I don't care how old you are. Well, I kind of wanted it to be 21 because we had bars at Mm. this conference. Well, yeah, at least there needs to be, um, there were a couple of 20 year olds and 19 year olds that came with their moms. That's fine. That's your problem. No, but I was like, I go, you've got to watch it. I'm not here to babysit, you know, but it really was 21 and then whatever. Mm -hmm. And that was the whole thing. Yeah. And so my speakers, here was my keynote who she's in her fifties, you know, here's Alex in the middle of raising her family. Here's Allie, who is, you know, a who young knows? adult. Yeah. <laughs> but do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, it was yeah. very intentional. Yeah, yeah. But what was so cool was when the 65-year-old was like, wow, that Allie girl mm-hmm. really taught me something yeah. that maybe she wouldn't have listened to someone in yeah. their 20s. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Or oh, like, totally. same like, you know, someone in, you know, when you hear Mary Lindenberg's story mm-hmm. and her book just got released like the week after the conference and it's wow. phenomenal because she had a, an adult child pass away. Mm. Um when you hear her story and you hear everything about her and you're in your 20s, you're like, wow. I mean, like, it was just so absolutely 
I mean, yeah. I'm like the only person still saying this word, but it was so rad. Yeah. So everybody wants it to happen again, and everybody signed on to come back. That's awesome. And so we're doing it March 6th to 8th in Dallas. That's awesome. Yeah. I'm going to put on my cool. calendar. I'm going to buy tickets. Please, come. <laughs> put on – you have like nice eyelashes just – and you already look like your wife. Well, the joke is that I'm like super popular in the mom – you know, like – Are you? Like the mom demographic – like on Instagram, I get the FOMO, and then it's also just fun for me to – I think uh, I got most of my Instagram followers through like the Blessed Is She community and like just like spoofing off of. But that's Catholic like the young cool stuff. girls. They're kind of like the yeah. cool Regina George, but, I but the nice ones. I could have been connecting with the young cool guys, but for some Are reason, there I were- any? No, but I just I just liked <laughs> me. But Blessed I just like I just like me and Taylor. I just like. I was gonna say. Oh, I see. We're gonna have to bring up Taylor's name. I just like. Uh, I just I have the same FOMO. So I was seeing all these women getting the new the new Advent journals and stuff, and oh, I kind funny. of knew Jenna. So I just pretended that I got one or that Jenna had lost it in the mail. Or but this- sacred every sacred Sunday. That's like yeah, yeah. uni. Same thing. Yeah, that's you know, true. my husband that's has true. one. Now they have two colors, so you yeah. can be like, "Oh, I'll take the man color." That's, that's true. I don't know. I feel I want to talk about conferences because I'd love to pick your brain on this. I, sure. So I seven years in youth ministry and as a youth minister, or just a volunteer, youth like minister. as a person that got a paycheck. You're so lucky. Yeah, yeah, right. It was a tiny paycheck. <laughs> Big money. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, and. I, over the years, and I think a lot of people are doing this where they're getting nervous about the large group format and there's Mm -hmm. multiple, you know, well, we should go to small groups and is there a place for something like that? And then there's all of the conversation around Steubenville conferences or just conferences in general. It it feels like, and I'm sure it, it felt like this, I'm sure it felt like this 10 years ago and 20 years ago, but it feels like we're at peak conference. Maybe that's just once you start getting older there's oh no! I'm so not saying. Many now. No, 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 I know there's yeah. a lot, but I always wonder about. Um, I always wonder whenever now that we're starting to do events, I think or I get insecure about someone just sitting for a long time listening to a talk. Amen. Especially in the year uh, or in the age of podcasts and and all of these things. Um, I just I you know Ali and Johnny and I and Nick have been talking about this is the first time we're talking about this on here but talking about doing either some type of an advent event mm-hmm. or advent or lent event mm-hmm. for, kind of like for young adults just like a weird thing sure that would break that mold of you know four talks mass adoration yes. and praise and worship music mm-hmm. so it's interesting i almost wonder if there will be a new and you and i'm seeing some of this i don't know if you know Corey hyman uh, yeah, how like, do I know? Likeable art. Okay. So he has like an event that okay. he's making and okay. it's interactive and nice. multimedia. There's art and there's there's kind of a talk, but there's also – and um, I'm just really interested in that idea. Yeah. And I feel like with 150 people, you could really do some interesting oh, I bet you, things different sure. than – I mean, are you thinking that route? Like one of the big things for me is how can people – because we'll put on conferences, those mini conferences at our parish for our parishioners and stuff like that. And I'm always thinking, how can I give people that show up an opportunity to give something? Like, what do they mm. like? What do they contribute? Even if it's something stupid, like putting something up on a yeah. But if you just come and sit in the chair and listen to a talk, it's like, man, I could have listened to a TED talk at home. On yeah, like double speed. No, I'm all for it. Like, and that's the thing. Okay, and this is probably because again, you have a youth ministry yeah. background, and that's what I say that mine is. Yeah, know, yeah. Even though I wasn't paid. Yeah, yeah. But I've done it for so long. Yeah. Um, is that I think listen. 
there's something about youth ministry, retreat ministry, oh, that yeah. it is so cheesy or yeah. whatever. There's certain things that you do, but it's like, but it's so good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's some pieces of it that really just kind of, they still kind of work. Like I still work with flash paper all mm-hmm. the time with yeah. adults. Yeah, yeah. They love it. Yeah. I mean, there's just some pieces that are like, it just, it hits people in a certain way. There's a, there's a thing that I did for Texas A&M that I now do here for a lot of women's groups that I do. Yeah. Um, a lot of like day retreats and that's a whole different kind of concept, but kind of like what you're talking about. I had, uh, it was, um, there was a group at Texas A&M called the revolution. Mm-hmm. Okay. And they worked with Christopher West. And this is when I got to know Will Hickle when he was yeah. in school and I had the girls write, anonymously on big pieces of paper that like stuck on the wall. Like there were like 50, 60 kids that came and they would write something about themselves that they thought about themselves because it's, yeah. you know, kind of connected with the whole theology of the body sort of thing. Um, and, and it was shocking, right? Of course it was like yeah. these horrible things yeah. that you would never think these beautiful girls yeah. who were in their prime, right? Yeah. Or their early twenties. And they're like amazing Catholic girls saying these things about themselves. Yeah. And it was on the side of the wall that the guys could see. Mm. And so they could read it. And then their goal by the end of the weekend was to rewrite it. Wow. And in a guy's handwriting. Yeah. You know what I mean? And neither one knew who was writing about whoever. But that kind of little bitty stuff that yeah. we don't even do anymore where it's intentional and where you're actually being a part of something. Yeah. And there's something about putting your hand, you know, to like paper and like like that's why I was really excited about Allie coming to this conference because yeah. I asked her, I said, would you like Think about, I was like, but do whatever you want for your, you know, breakout. Would you think about like teaching the women how to do something like that? Like Mm -hmm. we've lost kind of so many things that are so simple that seem like, oh, we need to do all this VR. We need to do whatever. And and really it's, it's the old school stuff for sure that I'm finding that people are like, wow, that's really refreshing. Like I haven't done something like that. And I think with conference work, I think exactly what you're talking about. Like I think what made this conference difference was it wasn't. Electricity. It wasn't yeah. just sitting and listening. Yeah, exactly. But you were participating, and it did change. Like, yeah. and it was, and I sat down and I wrote it. Like when I wrote retreats, and like yeah. when I wrote other things that I've written for the church, where you you have to be intentional and really think it out and say, and the flow, right? Like, mm-hmm. I don't know if you ever did awakening or if you ever heard about awakening. It's a Is college it, um, uh, retreat. And- uh, Texas A&M? A&M, UT, okay. Tech. Yeah. You know, I brought it to Hawaii when I was in school. Oh, wow. Like it's, you know, a lot yeah. of places. But there's a there's an actual thought as to why this talk happens after yeah. this talk or yeah, yeah. how, you know, like that kind of a thing. And I think that – I think with conferences, I don't know if, if people – like what you're saying – have people been intentional about yeah. the no. time? Yeah, a lot. Yeah, no. They're really not. No, it's just, just a like, random. It's, it's just, just like a random. This guy's good at this topic. Yeah, Get exactly. that information out. That's exactly right. Let's do three more. He'll bring in tickets. Yeah. It really has become about yeah. ticket sales. And it's really become about like, I don't see, I think you're right. I think we've kind of lost, like when you're writing a retreat, you're thinking about your retreater. Exactly. Yeah. And you're really intentional about them. And what are their needs and their thoughts? This is a women's conference. So yeah. there's going to be a different need. They don't need VR. They don't need. I mean, maybe a certain group no, of but, them do. But, like but you know you're what saying, I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I mean, you need to know what is that women need, yeah. and what are they not getting at this point in their life or whatever. So we ended that night Saturday night. We ended with a huge like we were listening. We were like dancing to Sir Mix a lot, yeah. And you know, Nicki Minaj, yeah. And people That's had like awesome. their babies strapped on, and yeah. Will was like, "This is amazing." Yeah, you know? totally. But which is different than different. the vibe of a conference? Sure. A lot of times, I mean, I've been to a lot of them. You know, for the professional side and then also sure. yeah. with, with youth going to conferences. Right. And I think there's so many times where you're like, man, I didn't even need to be like, I'm glad I was here and heard these things, but I didn't really need to be here. 
But at a retreat, when you, you give someone an opportunity to contribute something yes. or to receive something in a right. different way and they feel seen, then it's like, well, yeah, I had to, I couldn't have just watched it online. Yeah. Like and there's different mediums to a retreat. You yeah. know, you have like some of the writing and then you have like, maybe you have, like, and we didn't have this on the conference, but you know, you have like the, the drama, yeah. you know, and then you have yeah. like whatever, yeah. like, but it is, it's kind of this other thing where I think with a conference, it's just very, and I think, I think what stinks about conferences is that they go for the low hanging fruit of, well, we're going to get like really emotional yeah. about something. Like we're going to, yeah. like, we're going to go here and, and then we're going to hit people. And yeah. I think we see that, especially with youth, like, oh, well, if we, if we can make them feel the spirit, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, then, oh, it was a good conference. Yeah. And then it's like, but, but, but. Okay, maybe they did. Mm-hmm. Maybe they really did feel the spirit during that conference and they really did have that reaction. But I can't tell you how many times we were preparing our youth on the bus going, all right, guys, listen. Yeah. If you really do fall over, great. But no one here feel like you have to. Yeah, No exactly. one here feel like you're fake. You know what yeah, I'm yeah. saying? I don't know 100%. if you had the same talks with no, the, your kids. Yeah, right. on all of them. But then why were we having to have those talks? Mm-hmm. You know, Why was that the, the low-hanging fruit of the conferences yeah. that we're giving to the teens or that we're giving to anybody? And it's like that's a concern. And it's like we can do better. Mm-hmm. We can think of something better. And if that, that, if that does happen, let it happen organically. Yeah. But not like, well, this is the conference that all this is going to happen. Yeah. Everybody get prepared. And you, know, you walk away, you're like, wow, it's never happened for me. So I guess I don't have a good relationship with Jesus. I wonder if a lot of it is just because of the sheer numbers. Like student Maybe. Book, the, those conferences are big. They're huge. And it's hard to say, all right, everyone ride on a wall when there's I mean, we were I at- mean, is it? I mean, I don't know. I mean, that's the thing. It's like I I don't know. Yeah. I, I think sometimes we just kind of I think I think we're a little American. Yeah. I think we kind of get a little lazy and it's like it is more work yeah. to actually have to move masses. Yeah. But I don't think that it's impossible. Yeah. And maybe I'm naive. Yeah. I mean, I, I think the smaller numbers, I think 150 is really good. That's a good pocket it was of great. people. Yeah. It was really cool. And it was shocking that it even happened because the date that Fullness gave me was the middle of May, mm. which might as well have been Christmas morning. Mm-hmm. <laughs> May is really hard, especially yeah. for women. It's you know graduation. It's, yeah. it's you know confirmation. It's first communion. It's weddings. It's yeah. into the you know it's just the worst. Yeah. And in ten weeks, we had 150 women come for That's an awesome. entire weekend. Yeah. So it was cool, and and we'll see. But yeah, I think there's a lot to say about conference work. I mean, we should always be working on all of it, you yeah. know. But I think also we need to also keep in mind: let's not just try to go crazy just to go crazy. Yeah. It's really just like the Catholic Church. It's about being intentional. Totally. What is the point? Yeah. Who's the Who's your main audience that that conf- that you're thinking of? Who's the woman that you're thinking of? For a that woman. Conference. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Like, yeah. I really, really mean it. And I, I meant that from the beginning. Mm-hmm. I wanted everybody to be able to be seen and to feel comfortable and to feel a part of it. I did, like I said, it was not written for a mom. It was not written for the young adult. It was not written for the empty nester. Yeah. It was written for, I'm sorry, you're a woman. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. Walk in the door. Yeah. So I had makeup wipes at the, at the doors. Mm-hmm. I wanted them to come as they were. There were scrunchies in their bags. Like, I wanted them to just come yeah. and, and rediscover what it means. Like, let's go back to. To being a woman, period. Mm-hmm. Like, what does that even mean? And let's be honest, in 2019, it's a little confusing. Yeah. There's a lot of people trying to rewrite what it means to be a woman. Mm-hmm. The reason I named it Genius was because it's after Feminine Genius for Pope mm-hmm. John Paul II. There's a magnolia that is really beautiful. I don't know if you know Rocky from Rockstar Design. She's up in Detroit, Mm-mm. one of my favorite Catholic artists. And she's a friend that I met at Adele, who I did not know was who she was at the time. <laughs> 
It's really weird. Most it's people really you, obnoxious. Most people you meet, you don't know before you meet Not them. Not at all. And they're like crazy famous. And yeah. then all my friends are fangirling. And then yeah. they're my friends. And yeah. I had no idea who they were. It's crazy. So yeah, it's like It's crazy ridiculous. how that works, how you don't know someone until you meet them. Yeah. It's weird. <laughs> Sorry, you're saying But I bought mag- her stuff. And so she designed it. And it's a really beautiful magnolia. I'm from Louisiana. Yeah. And the movie Still Magnolias was filmed in my hometown. The guy mm. that wrote it was my mom's best friend in college. Okay. So I loved the whole concept when he said women are like, um, there's a line that Sally Field says in that film that, that you know, men are supposed to be made out of steel or something. Mm. Um, and I love that whole concept of like the magnolia is a really strong flower. I don't know if you know it, but it's mm. like on a tree. It's really strong. Not familiar. It's a really f- like fantastic fragrance, mm-hmm. but it's very feminine and delicate, which I think is what women are. So I love that whole concept of a magnolia. It's not a wispy kind of flower. Mm-hmm. It's a hearty kind of a thing, mm-hmm. but it's still beautiful. And so she did the magnolia. And then in lowercase, I wanted it like in typewriter. It was just genius. Mm. And I wanted women to reclaim that word, but without having to say it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so yeah. I just really wanted them because I think so much has been taken like from a lot of us, not just women, but I mean, my audience yeah. was women. Yeah, yeah. And so I wanted to, without having to say it and without having to say, this is Pope John Paul II and yeah. this is Catholic. Yeah, yeah. It's like genius. Yeah. Done. And I loved that. And so take it back from everybody Kanye. got it. Kanye's calling himself a genius all the time. Oh, but I'm kind of in love Let's with take Kanye it back. right now. Yeah, me too. Are you so in love with him? Me too, yeah. And he's in Houston right now. Did you now? see him in the prison? Yeah. Listen, he's at my hometown and I'm here. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously, he misses me. Yeah. But I want to be there right now. Yeah, he's probably sad that you're not there. <laughs> no, I am so for him. That's all Taylor and I talked yeah. about. And that's what Jen and I talked about. So, I mean, like, I am so over that album. I mean, like, in a good way. Like, yeah. I'm all over it. Like, I love it. it I'm came here out, for it. It came out, I was sitting in a Protestant retreat center that was like old school Protestant, like up on the wall. It said, uh, it said, um, no Jesus, no Jesus. No, it was like, no, it was like, it was like, um, it was like encounter, uh, commission, consolidate disciple or something. It was like, and it was like big picture of the globe. And in some of the upper, like older rooms, they're like old, ma- like an old map of the city that the retreat center's in. Where were like you? Yeah, uh, um, Florida. I forget the city that the retreat center's in. It's near Tampa. Okay, but uh, it was just an old. They were re- renovating some of Fantastic. the parts of it. It was like old school, old school. Like these people, and then like little prayer rooms off of this meeting room where That's there's awesome. And man, they're praying. They're praying for anyway. So, <laughs> so I'm like preparing to give. A keynote at my home parish, which is intimidating. Okay. And it's like similar thing. That's like, like what I just said last night. Yeah. It's in like Lubbock. 50, 50 men that as I'm growing up, I'm this, yes. this is the Isn't men's that retreat. weird to yeah. do? Yeah. I felt like it was in my own Hallmark show. Yeah. Like well, you came home well, and you're guys, the. But these guys, these guys watch me go through puberty. Sure. I mean, these guys like, I mean, I have to apologize for stuff, right? Like these guys. <laughs> you wrote them all a handwritten yeah, note. Yeah. Yeah. So. That's really cool though. I yeah. Think. So I'm like in the lobby and then i get a text from one of my friends kyle bear who's like greatest album of the year for real and i know he's a huge Kanye fan so i'm open so i'm listening <laughs> so an hour before my keynote i'm listening to Kanye. i'm listening to his song i'm working on my talk and there's uh there's like rain just pouring down outside of this big glass oh wow like i'm in this lobby where it's all like floor-to-ceiling glass all the way yeah and a peacock walks by. That is not true. No, seriously. There's peak. There's a peacock out there in the. There's like a like bushes and. That's crazy. Yeah. 
walked by. So I'm sitting this weird, you know, not weird, but just a yeah, old well, I mean, school it's a little Protestant. Kind of, it is a little yeah. weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like this old school Protestant place sitting at a little like coffee shop area <laughs> and rain pouring, AirPods in, just like bopping a Kanye. Oh, man, you're like, what? About to, yeah, about to <laughs> preach to my dad's friends. It's the weirdest thing. <laughs> Like I felt, Were you the peacock in this scenario? Yeah. I feel like we should like and I we should walked, like yeah, yeah. you're like I got this. Yeah, I got this. It was I crazy. Got this. It was weird, man. That what was you, oh, what's your favorite song? Um I'd have to look up which one's your favorite song? <laughs> Use this gospel. Mine's the one with I the car that. door with the car door uh is that that one? I don't know. I think it's that one. Oh, is it? Um, Taylor loves, uh, when I say God is, is that the one that Taylor loves? Because he loves the Yeah, park. no, that's my, because that's, that's the, uh, oh, I like didn't the think open, about that. It's the open door sample. Is it? It sounds like an open it door. It does. Like, it sounds like my old Taurus. Yeah. I love this song. Mm, I, don't know if, I don't know if I'm allowed to play that, but I don't know. I really Use like this that gospel one. for protection because it's a hard road to heaven. Mm. I thought that was so profound. Yeah. Like I was like, hard road to heaven. I mean, Taylor uh, talked about with God is about the part about Eve, you know, yeah. if you put this apple, you know, mm. what if Adam had put this back on the yeah. tree? Whatever. Like we kind of like took it apart the other day. Yeah. But um, I love it. I really like hands on too. Just every every at, song is fantastic. Yeah. As I was listening to hands on, just his oh, critique yes. his, or his criticism of like all these people writing him off. I was like, man, Dang, geez. he just put it out there. But it's 27 know, minutes. It's not that long. Joel Olstein. Joel Olstein loves him. Joel, <laughs> he welcomes him with open arms. <laughs> he it's owns like, come Houston. On. No, not come really. Come on. Yeah. Uh, actually, I have a friend that was there today. She she goes to Lakewood and so she was with Kanye and she nice. was, of course, posting pictures yeah. and I was like, okay, <laughs> <laughs> whatever. Man, I would have that. known who that was if I had met Kanye. If so I'm just, letting, I'm just letting you know. I wouldn't have been surprised if you didn't know him. <laughs> actually, that would have been funny to know yeah. if I'd actually ran into him and yeah. i would be like hey you should listen to this really awesome album you should really get into rap <laughs> the way you talk you got some really where are you from yeah have you are ever you done married? therapy have you ever nice. thought of therapy nice yeah who knows we won't know <laughs> anyway i'm not there i'm in full support cool. of therapy we talk I about am, therapy so much no, on this I'm podcast so into therapy. i talk about it all this i feel like i talk about it. So I, I couldn't get out of my bed for three years and what? that's what I'm usually brought on to talk about is anxiety. I was diagnosed with extremely severe anxiety. Oh, My daughter, who's nine, when yeah. she was two, would go to the bottom freezer and feed herself frozen waffles oh, because I couldn't get out of bed. Jeez, that's crazy. I know. So but that makes me never want to talk about my anxiety because this is this is what <laughs> yeah, I'm realizing. This is bad. This as is really I, bad. As I get older, I'm like, uh, I'm using these words, but I don't think that's okay. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I mean, I, we do need to like. I think just specifying it. Yeah. I think just giving it the respect of yeah. what it is and just saying like, okay, but here's my thing. I was yeah. I was talking about this on an earlier podcast today, and I was saying, I mean, it's like taking a Zyrtec, yeah. right, for your allergies, and then there's the guy that had to get his adenoids taken out by a surgeon. Mm. It's still like a whole kind of thing. Yeah. But, you know. I've just tried to – I think I'm really influenced by the narrative of my – like my narrative, the thoughts. And okay. I start getting caught in that. And That's I think, anxiety. Yeah. Yeah. And I think uh, I think I need to – I've just for me tried to not – I went through a period of 10 months or maybe even two years where I was saying I think I'm feeling depressed. And for mm. me changing that language to I think I'm sad – Okay. It just helped me. Did it? Yeah, because I think I started realizing that it's okay to be sad. Sure. And this doesn't have to be like I just started panicking about being depressed. I just yeah. started, not panicking, but just you were like, is this a thing? Yeah. Then it was a thing. Yeah. Then it was like, how much right. of a thing is this? Yeah. It was like, no, okay, that's, that's yeah. fair. Yeah. 
Yeah. yeah. Well, I have an incredible therapist. Everyone in Houston now goes to her. Yeah. She is so I'm the fantastic. Same Our marriage counselor. I'm the same oh, way. I'm all it's about like it. now I should get oh, royalties. Pun- I tell her all the time. I'm like, is the- there a punch card? Yes. Because, like, Can I have a unique URL? Like a code this, at the thank end? Thank you. Yes. And I get nothing. nothing. I mean, she loves me. Yeah. I was at her house the other night at 730. When it's 730, I didn't leave till 11. That's oh, wow. how fantastic yeah. she is. But I've seen her for four years and the... The thing that I used was neurofeedback therapy, and oh, that's what I talk about. I Are you familiar with it? Fr- yeah, my, one of my coworkers I think has done something similar to nice. that. Nice. So oh, it changed, no, no, no. literally changed my life. So ne- no, Amanda Vernon. Oh, you and her must have talked about this. No, we've actually never met. We're just <laughs> Instagram friends. So neurofeedback. <laughs> no, no, she neuro was feedback. when she was. Here, that's who it was. She was here, and she talked a lot about not on the podcast necessarily, but she talked a Maybe lot about. Maybe as a person. And so, <laughs> but I think I think afterwards we were talking about that about how she you can look and see that no my brain literally has changed right isn't that this i mean you can i mean yeah there's an you do an eeg is that right like i don't know and and i don't know i think that's the heart oh eeg i don't know i mean i'm just pretty so (laughs) (laughs) so what is neurofeedback therapy um it's really cool like actually i watch films like movies and uh, my therapist is sitting behind me but they do a like they do a full cap and they yeah. do a reading of your waves. So yeah. like you have alpha, delta, beta, and theta. Yeah. And your alpha wave is the one that like chills you out. Yeah. This is also very layman, not smart, yeah, I'm yeah. not a doctor kind of thing. Um, but like if we were to get scared right now, we would like calm down. That's yeah. your alpha wave. Yeah. So that whole fight or flight. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's measured in hertz. And mm-hmm. they were looking for like the minimum should be 12 hertz. And when they got back mine, I had 0.7. So I wasn't even making one hertz of alpha. So they were like, oh my God, you literally, I was living in flight. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, totally. 24-7. Yeah, that's the anxiety. It yeah. was insane. Yeah. But it was after lots of years and it's a long story, but whatever. And so um, like, okay, for instance, like I could not say the word airplane. I couldn't say plane. You couldn't say it. I'd freak yeah. out. I'd like totally have to leave for 15 years. Dang. Um, in those 15 years, I think I flew maybe three times with a lot of Xanax, mm. right? Is that yeah. the, Okay. I don't know. You took it. I mean, sure. Who gave it so, to you? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think the guy like at like urgent the care. The stewardess was Because hand- I didn't even have like a therapist then. They were handing out pills. They were pills. just like, sure, we'll just, here's, here's three to get ah. you through. And I'm like, I'll take them as yeah. I walk there. Yeah. But um, so since May of 2019 of this year, I have gone to Denver, Hawaii, uh, New York twice, wow. DC, Chicago, and Orlando, Dang. and no Xanax. Dang. So that's insane. So my life has severely changed. I couldn't be doing the work that I'm doing. Yeah. I would not have been able to do And what's crazy about the whole gen thing, that's when my anxiety started getting under control was when I went to Adele. Wow. When I was that's with my therapist. Yeah. But I didn't get that at the time. You know what I mean? I was just- So you wanted to be on Saturday Night Live, but like, does even think, at the time was even thinking about being on Saturday Night Live? triggering or like oh yeah yeah now that i look back i think that's probably why i didn't do it Mm. does that make sense yeah i think that's why a lot of things didn't happen in my life was because exactly i'm like the most extroverted extrovert anyone has like even with extroverts like that's could you just (laughs) maybe a little bit um and but i had social anxiety which doesn't make sense to anybody but it does i would flake all the time yeah. constant but i yeah. didn't understand that's what that was yeah you know what i mean yeah so um didn't like crowds didn't like a lot of things and so my whole life was run by it for years but i didn't know what it was yeah i didn't know i had anxiety yeah, yeah. and then when i got diagnosed she called me up she works at md anderson the original therapist that i saw not the one that i see now and she does neurofeedback therapy for breast ca- cancer patients mm-hmm. at md anderson which is a 
incredible cancer hospital in Houston. If you have cancer, you go, go to there. Houston, you go to MD yeah. Anderson. Um, and so she runs two neurofeedback programs for breast cancer patients because that's how like legit this thing is. And um, and so when she called me, she was like, so I knew you had anxiety from talking to you, but I had no idea. And so she was like, you have extremely severe. She goes, I've done this for 20 years. I've never seen anyone. You're off the charts. Dang. So it was like, I had to be extra in everything, Edmund. It's like, yeah. so even in my mental you gotta illness. You got to win. I just, always. You got to win at it. <laughs> just have to. It's so annoying. So anyway, uh, but that's kind of my story. It makes me want to get tested. Is it something Dude, where you just- kind of cool. Where they can just tell you, you go in and they'll just be like, this, this is, is how the much- best part. There's this guy named Leslie. I just love this part of the story. Oh, yeah. It's not even necessary to tell. Mr. Leslie. Okay. He lives Mr. In Ari- Leslie to you, this ma'am. This is what I'm saying. He lives in Arizona. Yeah. I have such a picture of him. I think he's like the I'm guy. I'm picturing him right now. Like the Dos Equis guy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like tan, mm-hmm. always playing golf. He yeah. bought his second jet the time that like they sent in my paper, like my stuff. Like he apparently just sits around in Arizona and just like like reads this stuff and yeah. then comes up with a program. And apparently a lot of really famous people do neurofeedback, like especially like athletes hmm. like people who um like golf or like tennis like a specific kind of skill yeah. because what neurofeedback does is it retrains your brain hmm. so i always will have anxiety but i have a second option that is so profound now mm-hmm. and once you go through the therapy it's done yeah and it's not medicinal so you could be pregnant you could be a kid you could be whatever it doesn't yeah. matter but they're going to make a different pathway in your brain so that's what your brain chooses through what instead. through while you like while you're watching films so you're watching films you're and watching talking? movies no oh and you sit there and you watch and the screen goes dark or it comes light, like you can see it, or like it kind of fades. So like we were watching like uh, Meet the Falkers. Okay. <laughs> okay. And you're like, I'm like laughing and I'm like watching and like I can see better scenes or not. And she's over in the corner, like, you know, on the computer yeah. typing and she's, she's sending way, she's sending signals to the cap that I'm, that I'm wearing and you can't feel it. You kind of feel like you've had a glass of wine actually. Okay. Yeah. And um, it's telling your brain you know, like to release that alpha the wave. Alpha waves. Interesting. And so then it's like the Pavlov, you know, like yeah, Pavlov's yeah, yeah. dog. Yeah. So the brain. Every time you watch the Fockers, you're like, like super <laughs> relaxed. So like every case. time you think of Robert De Niro, <laughs> that's really that your funny. Thing? What if that really was it? Yeah. But it's not. Okay. But yes, but I like that concept. That's really funny though. Okay. Now I would just want to watch De Niro. But yeah, so it's that whole thing of like it taught my brain it it was on a reward system so the brain likes to get rewarded okay so eventually it starts doing it does that make sense so, so it's over trying time it's trying so they try to make you relax this is a very again layman's term. yeah yeah but they try to make you relax and then they try to train your brain to like hey to do that let's be okay yes let's just do normal alpha and then how, how many hours of that did you have to do so most people and this is a good story that i like to tell i have a friend because i talk about it all the time and yeah. Because um, I do a lot of young adult ministry. I do a lot of different things. Yeah. And he was in seminary and they asked him to leave a couple of years ago because mm-hmm. of his anxiety and depression. And he was devastated. And he's kind of been the kid that's like kind of stuck around and we're all like, oh, what's he going to do? Yeah. You know, and he was just really, really sad. And I had talked about it like one night, like at Chili's. I don't know. We haven't gone to Chili's since 1912, but I just, whatever, <laughs> wherever we were. And I, I actually even like texted him, my therapist. Of course, I never know who goes to her. She doesn't tell me yeah. because she's a really great therapist. <laughs> and so, um, she's a good person. She's a good person. Yeah. Um, she's actually a professional oboe player for the Houston Grand Opera oboe and the player? ballet. What's that? Yeah, like, like an, an oboe. Animal? Like oh. a oboe. Oh. An oboe? I don't know what an oboe is. What are you is. saying? I don't know. What is? I, you didn't ever go to like a like a thing like a like a 
symphony? No, never. Look it up. An okay. oboe? Yes, you know what an oboe is. Anyway, she's like a real person. So it Sounds like a pet you'd have in Texas. No. But anyway, this is a great story. He went to I her. Don't, I, I don't didn't care right know. now. All I care about is okay. the oboe. Look up the oboe. Okay. O O B O E. O B O E. Or O B E O. Okay. Some of this This aren't. isn't a real this thing. This is it. It's a flute. No, it's an oboe. It looks like a clarinet. But it's an, it's a beautiful sound. Oh, yeah, it looks like a clarinet. But she plays for the Houston Grand Opera and the Houston Ballet. So when I go to the Grand Opera or the Ballet, she like put, that brings you backstage. Totally made up. That one's it's really legit. expensive. Okay, sorry, well, anyway. that took me way out of the story. Sorry, <laughs> cut that out. Okay, yeah, yeah exactly. This no, is take it out of the set. Take it out of the set. <laughs> and so Obo's gonna throw the them off. Gonna throw them <laughs> Just say jazz flute. You'd be way better. <laughs> You'd like she, be less distracting. I was just basically Kenny G, which is you all said I could talk about, about. You could have said she plays the koala. And I would, be like, be, I would oh, have been, I know what that been is. more on board. Yeah, just kidding. Uh, Do you love that Kenny G was on the Kanye album? Oh, yeah, Can we I talk like about that? that? Yeah, okay, I like anyway. that. So it looks like that. But um, so this guy went to her. I didn't know. And in nine months, because most people, it's about nine months, maybe a year. Nine okay? months, like an hour a week? Nine or? months. It depends. I yeah. mean, it really de- Leslie yeah. makes up the program. Yeah. So whatever Leslie says. Okay. You know, I don't know. Like maybe, I don't, and I don't know what his, I don't know any of his background or anything, yeah. but guess who's going to go back to the seminary this year? Dang, that's awesome. Pretty rad. That's amazing. So it's really an unbelievable thing, and I'm really trying to talk about it yeah. because here's the thing. I mean, like being a Catholic, we know, you know, using NFP and things like that as women, you know, endometriosis and we have all these lady problems and they're like, oh, you should just, you should take birth control. Mm. You know, that's what you should do. And then what we find out is like, that doesn't, Mm. that doesn't do anything. Kind of like, I don't know, anti-anxiety meds. It's not stopping anything. It's, you know, just putting some temporary like. And it's such a science or it's such a, it's such a not very scientific way. Yeah. It's not solving anything. It's just keeping it at bay at best. And a lot of times it's just like, we found that people that lick this certain toad, they feel a little better. There you go. If they have episode, if they have epilepsy, they're healed. Right. If they don't have epilepsy, it helps their depression. Right. And And this was actually developed for epilepsy. Yeah. And we don't even know why we don't even know why, but it seems to help. So you should just see that. So this is what's so fantastic is that once you go through this therapy, you're done. Yeah. And we're talking nine months maybe a year. Me, that's a different story. But yeah. I mean, we've already been through that. <laughs> Dear God. But do you see what I mean? But that's yeah. so rad. And it is so, it is helping so many people. Yeah. It is, so is changing it, lives. Is it and in, it's been around since the forties. That's crazy. Is it yeah. in particular for anxiety? Mm. Or It was invented for people with epilepsy. Okay. And what they found out was that people with anxiety just really responded to yeah. it. Like in a crazy way. That's crazy because there literally depressed. is a medicine that was the same thing. Yeah. Like it was helping people with epilepsy. If you don't have epilepsy, it, uh, it if you don't have epilepsy and you are depressed. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, you had to have like, like both things? No, no, no. Like if you – like they were making it. It helps people with epilepsy. Okay. And then if you don't have epilepsy, it, it will basically do nothing for you if you're not – <laughs> epileptic or depressed like have okay. like bipolar or something oh, like yeah, that yeah, yeah. i forget what it was it was on a podcast i was listening to this guy anyways um but they just found that when people yeah. took it and they were either bipolar or depressed hmm. it helped a ton there you and go and the doctors are literally like we don't know why so now we prescribe <laughs> it <laughs> and we feel good about so it so if you have epilepsy <laughs> it will stop that and if you're depressed it will stop that <laughs> And that's it. <laughs> and you're like, like we don't you're know welcome. why. Yeah, 
<laughs> that's awesome. But isn't that great? Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, so it's really super cool. So, but nobody like knows about it. So, yeah. except I talk about it all the time. Well, that's how I am about marriage counseling. Okay. Yeah. There you we go. We talk about that all the time. Yeah. We did that. We did it on the phone. Thank you for doing that though. But yeah. thank you for talking about it because yeah. that's the thing. Yeah. Those of us who are out there that are using these things and saying like, listen, if I had, and I said this earlier today, like if I had shattered both of my legs in a car accident mm-hmm. or no, you know what? I'll use this. I had my gallbladder removed last week. Yeah. Would it have ever occurred to you to be like, so, but Liv, did you have an anesthesiologist in the room? No. Did you have anesthesia? No, I wouldn't uh, have asked that. You have never even asked. Because of course I had anesthesia. Yeah. It was major surgery. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. that wasn't like an option plan. Like, no, I just really wanted to like white knuckle it. Yeah. You know, I just really wanted to like just be there when it came out. Spoon. You know, like, yeah. right, exactly. Yeah. No one would think to ask that. Mm-hmm. But anything that's dealing with a lot of things that we can't see mm-hmm. or that isn't of the physical body, you know, yeah. being at marriage, which I mean, we could also argue is kind of in the same realm of like the whole yeah. emotional self and the mental whatever. It's like, why? Why? If there is a need for something else. Mm-hmm. And not everything, not yeah. every marriage, yeah. not every anxiety. You know what I mean? Like that's the part that I want to start talking about. Yes, yeah, yeah. some of us can just take a Zyrtec every day. Yeah. Not a big deal. Yeah. Okay. Big if whoop. If it works, yeah. And if it works, great. Yeah. But you're not going to say to the guy that needs to have like all the things removed, be like, oh, you just don't really say enough rosaries. <laughs> yeah, no, that's- Do you know what I mean? Yeah, that's the worst. It's yeah, like, that's the worst. I think we've everyone, got to start having these conversations. Yeah, I think everyone should do marriage. I think I convinced, well, I've told us- story before but i i convinced a friend to do it as an anniversary gift how was that great because i was like i was like he was like, but we don't have issues i said it has helped us so much i wish we had started it even before we had problems like i yeah, think i wish we i think that's just, very fair yeah it's like to tell your wife i believe in us so much and i care about us so much that mm-hmm. i just want us to go just to see yeah. if there's anything we could do better or just to really the big thing for us was and and we went to two separate We've only had experiences with two separate marriage counselors and this one in particular I liked because he kind of just had a toolkit that he just kept working us on. Oh, it that's was like, cool. It was like this is – you know, and, and it became just second nature for us to have a language about emotions. Oh, and a, nice. And a language and pattern for conflict that it – in a lot of – not to overstate this, but it kind of rewired our brains in the way we handled I think that's very fair. Yeah. So, well, because you're having two people that are coming from two different families. Family of origin is a really big deal. I talk about that all the time. Nathan, I, my husband and I have a um, a sponsor couple ministry that we do, and then we have a marriage ministry that we do. So, like, it's just obnoxious. (laughs) I have nothing else to do all day. You're like a serial. What's a? You're not a serial entrepreneur. You're a serial minister. Kind of. I just really don't like to do laundry. And I didn't get to do that whole stand of thing. So. <laughs> so family of origin? Uh yeah. I mean, here's the thing. You're you're having these two families come together, yeah. right? Yeah. And it's great. and it doesn't mean that you had to be from these dysfunctional no. families. It doesn't mean that it's it just, just means what you, came you learned. From, but and here's the thing, everybody came from humans. Yeah. And all those people are broken. Yeah. And all those people have wounds. Some are ginormous, yeah. some are tiny. Yeah. It doesn't matter. And so I love that you're saying that. Like I think there's absolutely so many wonderful things, especially in marriage, because yeah. you've got more than one person involved. Yeah. Where somebody could be like, hey, I mean, I'm just going to throw this out here. Why don't you guys, have you ever thought about doing this? Because yeah. if you weren't brought up that way to speak that way, mm-hmm. if she wasn't or whatever, and, and somebody else telling you, yeah. I think that's fantastic. Yeah. I think that's absolutely brilliant. Yeah. It gave us patterns on how to deal with conflict. And that's it, awesome. it gave us almost like, not rules, but it gave us, you know, we both came together, not when we're fighting, but we both came together and said, 
these things are non-negotiables and we're both agreeing to this and we're agreeing to 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 operate this way. Mm-hmm. It was really cool because, you know, in marriage prep, we never talked about that. Right. Like we didn't talk about conflict and um, yeah, emotions like and you know, he went a lot into the science of emotions and the whole fight flight or sure. the amygdala and how your brain – kind of People freaks respond out. Differently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So and what you really might not freak out at, she is yes. and she doesn't. You don't, And it's yeah. like, wait, why aren't you doing whatever? Yeah. It's a lot. So it's a I'm, lot. I'm owed like thousands of dollars from- I think that's fantastic. From Dave McClough. Is he here? He's Catholic. No, he's. Uh, we do it on the phone too. You do? The other thing is when Both? we first tried it, we did it in person. Okay. But- uh, and we just – it was like getting a babysitter for five kids to then yeah, get – it was imagine. hard. So over the phone has been huge. Really? Because, I mean, we just would – our adherence to it was much higher. We'd do it every week for periods. That, do you sky – like I would want to see – No, just over no, the phone. We yeah. just don't even know and what I it looks this, like. I, well, when we first found that out, <laughs> it's like the first time you see a radio host's face yeah. and you know, you're like, you're like oh. Delilah looks like that? She's <laughs> right. an Asian black Delilah woman? Delilah called me back once, by the way. Really? Yeah. I used, it was one of the coolest things that's ever happened. I left a I'm, message. She I'm called back. I'm really embarrassed. Oh, yeah, man. I'm so embarrassed. I used, I used to listen a lot when I was in middle school for some reason. It was one of the only things it's that been would been around come, forever. come on my little Walkman. <laughs> I'd be up late at night, like hiding, like listening <laughs> to, to Delilah. Like <laughs> imagine. I was just, I'm, I got a weird. Like, I love you. I got so a weird much. story. Yeah. This is fantastic. Yeah. I was like, just imagining like asking some girl to prom or something. <laughs> just Delilah listen to like, will do oh, it. Oh, my life. God. And then she'd come on and just like give some love advice. I'm like, Please, yeah. this is so good. Yeah. Please, I want this to be true. My, no, it is true. My wife it's and so I, good. to give you the shorthand version of yes. th- of me, mm-hmm. my wife and I, uh, we joke often that I am the female in our relationship and my wife is... So my wife grew up three older brothers and in Texas, right? Crazy. With like par- country, te- like parents hunt... Oh, so guns. she's like she's the, I got this. She's the cowgirl. Okay. She had the childhood I dreamed of, right? Which is like right. out in the wild doing stuff. Eating bark. Yeah, like yeah. you know, shooting guns, sure. fishing. Everyone She had a pet squirrel yeah, that was like, like her best her, friend. Her parents just like give them wine coolers when they were fifteen. It was like, come <laughs> Are on. You yeah. And so and I a had Jeep. <laughs> yeah, so I had the opposite. So I was the oldest boy <laughs> with a younger sister. Oh no. And so I lived like city life, moved around a lot. I was much more like in touch with art, my artistic. Fe- you my, went to plays. Yeah, my wife was art uh, museums. My wife got in trouble as in high school. The worst thing I did, she was making fun of me the other day. It, it, the, I think the worst thing I did probably in high school was I snuck out of my house one time because she's talking about sneaking out to go do like like things stuff like to actual say confession cool stuff. Yeah, I snuck out. And went to, and I ended up telling on myself for this too. Of course, because I felt bad about it. <laughs> I went down the street, and I, I'm so embarrassed. I graffitied. Oh, I didn't see this coming. Over a word that was a bad word. No, stop. With no a custom design of my own that was like a cloud with a cross in it. No. Yeah. You where'd you get the paint? Uh, our garage. Yeah. That is crazy. Yeah, that was like that was like one of the baddest things I did. Well, that's pretty bad. Yeah, I mean, could you could have just written a mean note? That was yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. My mom snuck out and took her dad's car to go to six a.m. mass. Oh, that's wow. the worst thing she did. In so school. your mom? Okay, so my your mom. mom. Yeah. yeah. So y'all could have been friends. Yeah, we could have definitely been. She could have so, driven you to the graffiti. Yeah. 
So I, so she's, she's, yeah. So wow. I, so she's like, so she's the guy. Yeah. And okay, I'm the, so she, she barrel raced and stuff. That's us. But not in the, my husband and I, that's us in the way of like in the gender roles. Yeah. But not in this. I mean, I didn't like mean? shoot things and stuff like that. But like, roles? like he like does the laundry. He, he dresses me. Yeah. He lays out yeah, my yeah. clothes. Yeah, yeah. Like, um, he packs me. He does all so the. I, also, I, yeah, I have a great wife. I say I, that all the time. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I also. He's very manly. But I'm like, I mean, I, yeah. I think if she was here, he's an adult. I'm, I'm good at picking out the clothes. Are you? So she he's comes a to really me good advice. adult, and I'm yeah. not. She comes to me with, for the advice. That's but awesome. The other thing, you know, I mean, we would. He's a financial advisor. I mean, she's just like she's just built from Texas, right? Good for and I'm her. like, I like have delicate, sensitive fingers. We're going, to, <laughs> we're going to You're homeless. Like, I need lotion. I know we're going to homeless shelters this is awesome. in Steubenville. Yeah, and the guys are coming coming up to me afterwards and like, your girlfriend has a tight grip. She got she got strong hands. <laughs> You're like, that's why I'm gonna marry her. Yeah, <laughs> easy there, Kevin. <laughs> All right, okay, we'll see. Let's get back to playing bridge. You know. All right. Oh my Fine. gosh, I can't wait to meet her. She's, oh, she's probably amazing. like is she like three foot nine? Like she's so petite and like teensy and then she's like she can no, like she could lift, lift st- she could lift stuff. Like things she above could her carry- head. Well she's starting enough to carry me up a hill. Probably. It's either that or she's six five and No no no. She's she's, she's shorter, yeah. but she's she's sturdy. Yeah. Good for her. Yeah, she's strong. She could I carry love me. That. Yeah. She could carry you? Yeah. So what is it that you bring to the relationship? The art. The art. Oh, the emotion, is that needed? In emotional the intelligence. Oh. Uh, I am much more the extrovert, but also I, similar to what you were saying, I just feel the pressure in social situations. Mm-hmm. You um, have a lot of feelings. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, for what sure. What is your Myers-Briggs? Do you know your Myers-Briggs? Oh, I forget. Oh, come I, on. I am – I forget. You're I an I? You're I'm pretty sure. You're an introvert? Yeah. That's where you get your energy? Yeah. Yeah. And then what's the N? I don't get that one. Yeah. That's the N and the S confuse me. Yeah. I'm going to be really what honest. I'm an ENFP. Okay. Which is the most extroverted of the E's. Okay. Okay. So it's a, it's a, but for the F, I which is I'm an I with an F. FP. Okay. Yeah. With the F, with that makes it, cause we have a lot in common. I'm yeah. trying to act cool about it. <laughs> <laughs> How am I doing so well? But the F and the T, it's like, you know, thinker or yeah. feeler. Yeah. So for the F, I score a hundred. I'm, I, wow. so I say all the time, like I'm all F. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> and it's funny, but then it's also kind of sad. <laughs> I mean, but like that's a lot of F. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Edmund, that's a lot. It's a lot of F. That's a big F. You know what I'm saying? So I bring the. So I it's a lot the, of feeling. She like the category. What really tells our relationship is she said one time. I said I don't really I don't really feel like going to this party family gathering. I was like I don't know I just don't really feel it. She's like why? I'm like I don't know I'm just not feeling super happy or peppy. Yeah. And she's like well just act like that. And I was like that's an option for you. And she to really, act peppy is what no, she's saying. Act, no, or she, to act like I don't want to be here. Yeah, to act sad. Oh. I was like I can't. Or to just be sad. Like that's if interesting. Yeah. I was like I was like well if I'm if I'm like sad I'm not going to act sad. I like can't. I need to be. Yeah. And she's like well no if you're sad just be. And that's literally how she. I really admire that about her. No and kidding. it's the total opposite of me. She can walk. She can walk into a room and it's just exactly what you get. She is she just, who it, she is. Yeah. She's just that. And she doesn't like. Oh yeah. wow. What and me, freedom I'm like, is that? Yeah. yeah. And yeah. Me, and I'm like how can I? Yeah. And me I'm like you? I have seven layers of feelings all yeah. building up onto yeah. Yeah, 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 no, that's Nathan. Well, here, Nathan says, you know how, like, girls have the resting bee face? 
Yeah. You know, like the whole okay. like some girls. Okay, well, Nathan has like the go f yourself face. Like he looks like at all times, yeah. and he's not like yeah. he's like the nicest, most incredible person you'll ever meet on the planet. Yeah, but he's not gonna like. Did you, did he's pe- not gonna make you feel better about yeah. anything. Yeah, he's just you're on your this own. This is just his. Yeah, this yeah. is his face. Do you? I. I. The problem with me is I could be in a staff meeting and I immediately pick up on oh, like this person's upset the, with this person yes. or is this per- is this okay or yeah. how's this going on? Oh man, that would never occur to him. You'd be like, I mean, they'll take care of themselves. I didn't even know that they had a problem. And what do you mean? It's all I've thought of. Yeah. Yeah. But that's good that we married these people that opposites. Yes. Yeah. Opposites attract. We're severe. Yeah, definitely. Like psychotically in Myers-Briggs. We don't share a letter. Yeah. I think that's probably us too. I don't know what my wife's Myers-Briggs is, but we are very opposite as well. Very opposite. And that's why we look like siblings. (laughs) We have questions here. Oh, really? That's crazy. Yeah. Um, from one person at least yeah i mean this is a very popular podcast but we <laughs> had to limit it to okay the i uh ian cabrera 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 i f- always forget how to say his last name sure he asked first he asked did i miss it which he did not mm. and then what's a scary reoccurring dream that you have Oh, all, all my stuff were uh, – this is kind of funny because you're going to think I made this up. But for real, because I grew up in Louisiana, yeah. uh, were tornadoes. Oh. So if I have a tornado dream, that's when things are really, really bad. Mm-hmm. And like it's bad. It's like it's like like I'm in it, yeah. which I was. I was in F5 tornado, which is the biggest tornadoes there Dang. are when I was in Lubbock. And um, then I was in a tornado outbreak when I was in San Antonio. I was supposed to go see um, NSYNC. So what wow. – that was what? Like 1914? Yeah. <laughs> and – I miss the Alamo Dome, which is big. Yeah. I mean, it's like a whole dome, and I missed it. Oh, you it. couldn't find it. Yeah. Oh, wow. How cute is that? And I just kept going. And as I was driving, and we knew a storm was coming, but we were going to be fine if we made it. I lived in dome. Austin at the time, right? Exactly. If you're with NSYNC, what bad could happen? Nothing, Nothing at all. Ever. Okay. Bye, bye, bye. <laughs> okay. So bad dancing. Yeah. But um, missed it, and I just kept going on 35, which uh, was where all the whatever they're called. They used to have like the Air Force was out there. Mm. And a big thing of lightning hit one of the – like on the highway, the big lightning. Lights, and it just went and then the 18 wheelers about 10 minutes later stopped on the freeway hmm. stopped you're like that's a bad sign that's a bad sign my father owned a truck stop when i grew up in yeah. louisiana and i know truckers really well and i was like and then they started moving and blocking the um the exits mm. so people couldn't leave but there were 13 confirmed tornadoes that night. Wait, why were right people around blocking us. the exits? The because they knew what was going on, and they knew they knew that there were tornadoes all over the place because they stay in touch constantly. Yeah. and so but why would they want people to? Uh, because it was they were all over. Like they they were trying to get people to just to stop, mm, just to stop moving. Yeah, dang, it was horrible. Do you? It lo- was absolutely. So those are my scary. Do you have lucid dreams. dreaming? Do you think? Yeah. Yeah. Did you have those a lot as a kid? I had those I more so. as a kid. Yeah. Oh, uh, weird lucid dream. I used uh, to be able to tell myself to wake up. I could like I, yes. mean, I had dreams that were so lucid yes. that I would say goodbye to all my like car- <laughs> cartoon friends. No. Like, well, I think You're like I should Herman. wake up. What what well no. What? <laughs> <laughs> huh? You probably don't know who Pee Wee Herman well, is. Well, I know about okay, but sorry. I was trying to figure out how <laughs> sorry. I was like, Please weird go back dream. to what you were saying. <laughs> <laughs> he had a show on TV. Do nefarious things okay. in a theater. You know um, what? Please continue. So you could actually talk and you would know, like you would like consciously be able to say and you knew yeah. we're all going to leave now. Yeah. I would when like say goodbye. For you? 
What uh, year was that? I don't know because it, it was young memory, so I'm not exactly sure, but probably – Not like college, high school? <laughs> no, yesterday. <laughs> no. <laughs> Last uh, summer. No, um, probably like fourth grade maybe. Hmm. I That's moved, interesting. I moved around a lot as a kid and I think that had a lot – Oh. I think that impacted me a ton. And I'm just now well, realizing. Oh, yeah, Just yeah, yeah. now realizing like as a 30 year old what that did to me. Yeah. That's and it, fair. And it was just a that's lot. Fair. It was just a lot before fifth grade. Okay. But Why? Why did y'all pivotal. move so much? My dad was in the Air Force. Oh, okay. Well, did you live in San Antonio? No. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't there when that happened. Okay. Well, I was just wondering. It probably was like your fourth grade year. <laughs> no. Yeah. Those were pivotal years. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Nick Gutierrez says, How do you feel about the Astros controversy? I don't know Which one, though? I don't, I don't know. Oh, about like taking the signs? I have no idea. Oh, okay. I don't know. You mean that we sports. didn't win the World Series? That's not the controversy. I'm, I'm sure feel, it's about the sign. How do you feel about that? <laughs> how I feel about that? Like, I mean, I'm, I'm against saying Do you watch sports? Um, listen, I have, like I said, I have three brothers, right? I'm really good at Marvel. I'm really good at Star Wars. I'm really good at like, fa- yeah. like that kind of stuff. That is where I connect, especially with guys and like yeah. with my brothers. And, um, we only speak in like Tommy boy and like whatever, <laughs> like, but sports, I have to say, I'm not as good as I should be. Yeah. I love the Astros. I love the Yankees, which I know is probably wrong, but my dad's from New Jersey. So, um, I my, love football. My wife, but not enough to. Is she like amazing? Like, well, yeah, they like went to She's baseball like, games. Bad a. Yeah, I'm like, I don't know a thing. Yeah, I'm not okay. I just wait until someone says a famous name, and then, <laughs> and then, I, and then my only contribution is like, yeah, but LeBron James, <laughs> and then that's it. That's all I. I don't. I literally, I don't know anything. You know nothing. Yeah, not and you a lot. don't care. No, so I just you, never cared. But if you had to watch a type of sport, which one would you watch? Well, you said you played uh, rugby. Yeah. No, I liked playing. But I didn't like watching. That's fa- okay. That's fair. I never. I I just. I would get bored. I just would get I bored. I get it. Listen, we were in Lubbock this mm-hmm. morning, and Tech was playing, yeah. and it, and I was doing a podcast this morning, and we finished at ten thirty. And I looked at Nathan. I said, "Why don't you buy tickets? It's an eleven o'clock <laughs> game. TCU. It was a huge deal. Dang. Like the whole world was there. Yeah. He bought three tickets because we had wow. one of our kids with us. We found like fifty five dollars seats. Super excited. We That's were awesome. there. We were there till eleven thirty, and we left. Wow. So we could come to Dallas. Literally bought tickets to be there for half an hour. That's crazy. But it was enough time for me. I was good. I think now that I is that sad? No, I think that's good. I think that's normal. <laughs> I mean, I went to, I went to like a few Georgia Tech games. Yeah, but th- by the second one, I was like, this is boring. I'm done. I just kind of got. Now that I'm old enough to drink, maybe like well, the was, drinking around it, it I would be there 10:45 for. Ten forty-five when we got. I mean, like eleven. Yeah. You know, it was eleven o'clock. Game, yeah, and people were. Yeah. I mean, they were very into it. Yeah, I was like, I mean, they were just, uh, they just, they didn't care. They had a ton of all the alcohol. Wow. By eleven, yeah. and I don't know what number they were on, and we had realized our nine-year-old had never been to a tech game. We're like the worst. That's not, like, I mean, that's a little sad. That's not that bad. You're so nice to me. That's not that bad. <laughs> oh, thanks. So that is what I my think about the Astros go, controversy. My kids aren't going to go to anything. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true. Y'all have nothing to go to. My wife's going to have to teach my kids how to throw the ball. Well, thank goodness she married her. Yeah. Why does it matter? Jojo Rodriguez two underscore zero said. <laughs> And this is interesting. Oh, God. How would you describe faith? I'm not exactly sure. I think believing in something that you can't see. Mm. I mean, isn't that like mm. the most basic? That's not like that profound of an answer. It's but profound. I think, it was, you know. It was simple. I, I mean, but that, like in a good way. I, I think that would be like 101. Yeah. It's believing in something that you actually cannot see. Mm. 
period. Yeah. And and that you believe that that actually yeah. exists. Did you ever have a crisis of faith or go through like a deconstruction of your faith at all? I, would, I don't know if I would say like an actual like legit crisis. I've definitely pushed the envelope oh, a yeah. lot, you know, yeah. like, like definitely flirted with a lot oh, of, yeah. you know, I've, like, I've pretended to be an atheist sometimes, oh. you know, I'm just like kind of on a Saturday. Are you night. a cradle Catholic? Yeah. Yeah. Same. Yeah. And it's kind of like, it's kind of sad. Like I hate, I hate that I'm not a convert. I know me too. <laughs> Dang it. I'm I like, hear my wife's story and I'm like, I should have uh, partied a little bit more dude, in high school. Right. Don't, okay. Don't do that, guys. No, don't. Listening. That's a hard no. But still, I mean, yeah. Yeah, that's kind of where I'm at yeah. because I was like the good kid that did yeah. all the things. My husband and I, we met at 15. We're best friends at 16. Dated at 17. Didn't get married to 22. We were virgins on our wedding night. Yeah. Dated five and a half years. That's what got us started in talking, like giving talks was chastity because I was yeah. like, well, we've got nothing else to do all day. Yeah. We'll talk about not doing it. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how... That's how I got started. But do you know what I mean? Yeah, I didn't drink yeah. till I was eighteen. Yeah, I mean, me too. I, I mean, I didn't. I didn't watch the right arm movie till I was eighteen. Didn't drink till I was twenty-one. Like all the things. I waited to drink. Now I'm like now I'm. I definitely was healed of this, but I was. I felt uncomfortable even drinking on my twenty-first birthday. Right. Because I, I was like, that's. What, I don't but know. This now, is what bad people do. I'm kind of I know, a little I'm out like, of control. Yeah, I'm like I'm kind of like an up. Amish person. Yeah, I'm on a you fast know, right now. Oh, okay. Well, you're really good. I'm like to... on a rum springa. You know <laughs> what that is? That's when they have the year. That's, you're on that right now. <laughs> I am. Wow. A little bit. <laughs> was this really a tip of Chico? I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, but I mean, we would have had alcohol if I was not fasting. Oh well, you're such a good person. No, no, no. It's not a good thing. I don't know. I'm I'm definitely going I'm I'm definitely I'm in a really weird I'm in a Me weird too. stage. Yeah. I really am. And it's kind of it's interesting. My friend Alob well Alob. Yeah, I met him. I don't know if he'll remember me. He I, was he was over and he said uh he said, I'm not giving up alcohol, I'm just not drinking indefinitely. Which hmm. I thought was interesting. He's like, I might go back to it, but he's like, For now, for me, I just for now, right now I just need to not for a while. Okay. And I was like, Wow, that I might need to do that. <laughs> I was like, that's an interesting way to put that. Like, okay. That's interesting. I was like, that's a good way to, because I get, I get a uh, panicky if I think about doing something forever. Like, oh yeah. I just, I know. How do I you won't. feel about when you think about like eternity? How do I feel, man? Like, does that kind of freak you out at all? Yeah. Like, what are we going to do all day? Well, no. Well, cause really? Yeah. Cause I think I used to think heaven was floating on a cloud in a toga. Like, okay, I haven't thought that. <laughs> or I thought like, well, well, then heaven's like, I get yeah. to play Xbox forever. But then... <laughs> but somewhere in between. Well, then, well, I think what changed it for me was when people started describing it as, like, you get to be part of the Trinity. Like, you get to be in... Okay. That it's... Uh, that That's the only thing that's helped me kind of start... Okay, With the I can forever kind of, part? Yeah. Well, the forever part's just hard for me. Yeah. But it's not... The other thing that changed that for me is... Yeah? Uh, Two of my friends, Kathleen – well, Kathleen was telling me this story. She was arguing with her brother who's a really good theologian or just really smart. And they were arguing about eternity. And at one point, he just stopped the conversation and said, no, Kathleen, the problem is you think eternity is a really long time. Yeah. And it's it's not time. At There's all. no time. Yeah. Yeah, so that is crazy. Oh, it's so trippy. Have you read Theology for Beginners by Frank Sheed? Okay, listen. I don't read. <laughs> <laughs> 
Have you heard someone no, talk about the other? Yeah, no. Listen, yeah. I, I not only here's what's. Can I tell you one of my superhero powers? Yeah. Um, I am fantastic at telling people what to read. Yeah. Getting them to read it, and then they're like, "That was the best." And I'm like, "Right." And then Ryan they're like, really "So good. did you love it?" I'm like, "I've never read no, it." No, no. You just I have absolutely people no idea. that have read it have had a big big impact on me. I'm not kidding, yeah. but I mean, even without people telling me, it's yeah. kind of weird. Wow. But no, that's a great book. Mm. <laughs> but <laughs> I love Frank. She is a very. Good- <laughs> I've heard, heard a lot about him. Heard a lot about him. I've never read him. He's really no, changed I my don't. life. <laughs> He's the way people talk about him. I mean, super love that guy. No, I really do. I really do love Frank Sheed, but mm. I've never actually read it. Yeah, that's no. a good one. Last book I read was Siddhartha, senior What's, year in high school. Siddhartha, like that's the, that was the Indian name of the guy. Book. The Indian guy. Sure. Isn't that like a religious text? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> It's <laughs> the last you just book read I read. Some of it or the whole thing? No, I read the whole thing. Huh. Yeah, because we had a test. I was in honors. That was it's it. That was the last. Okay, so Jen Fulweiler, her second book mm-hmm. came out. Yeah. And uh, One Beautiful Dream. And I did listen to that on Audible, and it is read by Jen. So that, that I'm going to count. There you go. Okay. And then if that does count, that I did listen to um, Mother Angelica, done by um, what's his name? Ray Matt, Romano, Matt Ray Romano, Ray Romano reading Mother all, Angelica's at book. All true at all. That is not even amazing. close. Amazing. That is not even a true that statement. Would be amazing. And I said it, but it is the guy Arroyo. I'm just what's him, his name? I'm picturing him in the, the EWTN. Guy. Yeah, Raymond Arroyo. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> that guy. I mean, Ray Romano played Raymond on TV. So that's where that came from. But that's not at all who said it. But I can picture Ray Romano with the hilarious. with the habit on. But can I just say it was a great, it was a great audible because what's his face does it, and he was an actor. I don't know if you know this, but he was a theater person, and he does her voice. He does Mother Angelica's voice. It will make you like you would bet your house that it's her. Like you can't like that's the only reason I listened because I kept being like this the whole time. Like, wait, come on. Wait a second. But she's dead. And I'm like, wait a second. Wait, is that her? Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. That's all I did the entire time. It was fantastic, though. It's a good book. So if that counts, then now I have our two books. Okay. All right. That's okay. That counts. Yeah, but it was nice. because of voices. It wasn't because of yeah. But that can, I think that well, really and Jen's my friend, and I felt like are you going to do least... more? Are you going to do more Audible books? I don't know. People want me to write a book, and I feel like I'm supposed to, and I think that's interesting. Yeah, to write a book. Yes, they want you to write a book, like yeah. a memoir. I, I mean, kind. I mean, sometimes. it's kind of one of those bucket list Allie, things you got to do. Allie's written written the title for me. Live dot dot dot. What is your life? <laughs> She said to her in DC together recently. No, I think it should and be she just Rainbow, kept saying that the whole no, time. No, it should obviously be Rainbow, Rainbow Tornado. Tornado. Tornado, yeah. I don't know. That would be pretty good. I, except you didn't get it at all. So No, it's so wild. It's so it's so weird. It's just a strange... Because my life is so crazy and chaotic, I think but sh- it's so magical. I think that should at least be the name of your stand-up special. Okay. Rainbow Tornado. God, I would love to have yeah. a... I just want to be on Netflix. Yeah. Well, is that doesn't? a thing? Yeah. Okay. It's a thing. But now with the number of... I mean, it's only uh, a matter... Well, now of, you've ruined my dreams. You're like, everyone wants to be on Netflix. Well, it's only a matter of time before Formed.org wants to have stand-up specials on Can it. Can we do that? Jen should pitch it to Formed. Well, Just you know, pitch. she... Well, but she has... She actually already has it filmed because... Yeah. Uh, but where's it coming? Spirit Juice, is that the name of the company that I does the... Yeah, they do video stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're the ones that came and did her comedy. They filmed special. it for they where? They filmed it. Put it her, on. her Chicago show. So, like, where's it going to be? Is it. See, I would love to know. Mm. I didn't ask. I'm telling you, man, we should pitch stand up specials to form.org. Can we do that? Yeah, we're doing Is that, that a right thing? now. Yeah, sure. God. Yeah. Wouldn't I mean, be I've been cool? live in New York, so. Wouldn't that be cool, though? I am. Okay. Do you do formed? Do you, like, do you. 
I mean, I know what it is, and we have it. Yeah. I'm the can worst. You Edmund, you, I'm the worst. But can you imagine if they got the rights to Jen Fulwater's stand-up? How uh, many more people probably, would... Why wouldn't they do that? They should That's do. probably already a thing. I don't think You know, is. she is friends with uh, Jeannie Gaffigan. Yeah, I do know so, that. So... Yeah. That might be where Jeannie doesn't know anything about formed. Probably, I bet she does. Well, I bet it's, like she's not in the people that are on the staff. I don't know. She is a Gaffigan. Uh, that's true. <laughs> They're kind of like the Kennedys. The way they do that yeah. of the Catholics. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? They're the political side. Then we've got the comedians. I don't know. I just think that they all get together and they just like eat. I don't know. Like, oh, scones. I have to pee. Uh, scones? I don't know. The Kennedys and the Gaffigans. They ate scones? The Kennedys ate scones? Sure. Do you think Kennedy... Do. What do you think with the Lee Harvey Oswald thing? Like, what's your take? Mm. Say it right now on camera. Oh, and I'm in Dallas. Yeah. Oh, what is the like... What we is, all don't think it actually happened. We think he's still alive. Kennedy? Yeah. That is not even close to true. No. We all... <laughs> what do you think? You think we think he's he's probably living his life somewhere Stop. with Marilyn Monroe. P- oh, that would be... Somewhere on a beach somewhere. Wouldn't that be fantastic if we yeah. found that out next to and Elvis? And how old would they be? I don't... Really Alexa, old. how old would John F. Kennedy be if he wasn't shot? Is she going to know that? Yeah, she's... Old. He'd be 102 with Marilyn No, Monroe. that's not true because my mother was alive whenever he was the president. What does like, that mean? Like, she was in school. Like, yeah, but he was older, right? He wasn't that much. He was in his 30s. He wasn't that old. Well, he'd be 102 now. <laughs> I don't think that's Can you imagine true. him and Marilyn Monroe <laughs> on a beach in Mexico I mean, at 102? Well, if she had, like, plastic surgery, I mean, yeah. sure. Well, with the amount of vitamins now we can take, mm. I bet he could have made it. I mean, she was a healthy gal. She's yeah. a good size she was 12. sturdy. That's exactly right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we need her. <laughs> we need her. <laughs> the woman we need. Oh, so what's your take on the assassination? Do you think it really happened? Oh, yeah, of course I think the yeah. assassination happened. Okay. But I mean, like, who did it? Yeah. I mean, I think I think Lee Har- I think he was part of something. He you know, part what I mean? of something. <laughs> you guys, you heard it here. That was a good middle ground <laughs> opinion. Like middle of the road. I definitely think Lee Harvey also. <laughs> Was up to no I good. I think he was. I don't know. I think he was. What hanging do you out think? With, he was hanging out with the, ra- the wrong, the crowd. wrong boys. <laughs> he he, just he did some, graffiti yeah. with oh, bad gosh. words. Gosh. I don't know. I have all the things of all the conspiracy things. I haven't really thought about the Kennedy one to be honest. I don't, I don't know, know why. I mean, that's the one that happened right here. That's one of the ones I think. That's one of the uh, one of those conspiracy theories that's the most um, like. Even though they've come out with all these facts about it, there's a lot of people that still haven't. Made up their mind. It's like one you of the think most- Oliver Stone knows. Like of all the people, <laughs> <He's>, <laughs> who knows? Probably. Oliver Stone. Yeah. He knows all the things. Or Raymond Arroyo. He seems to have some deep takes on stuff. Or Ray Romano. Or Ray Romano. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have um? How can people find the Genius Conference? Just search Genius on Google. Well, yeah. I mean, there it does have its own website, but it's not updated. I got to be honest. Okay. Um, there are a lot of women that listen to this podcast. Dot com. Well, but follow me. That'll probably be the easiest way because okay. that's where I'll be updating a lot. And the that's the Liv, Liv Harrison. Harrison. I know. It's so blah, blah, blah. But the Liv <laughs> no, Harrison. That's awesome. And that's the great. website as well. And that's Well, you know Instagram. you can change your profile name. Yeah. You, that actually it was. It was 40 Faces. That's what I first got started with, Jen. Well, no, no. I mean like you can have – you have two. Like you have – I have my normal one, which I don't post at so at all. So you can change that's this. Me. Yeah. You can change this one to whatever you want. Yeah, I know. So you can make that like, you know – what would I make it though? I don't know. Turd Ferguson. <laughs> Obviously. <Yeah. laughs> Obviously. That would fit. <laughs> it's totes. Is there, any, is there any other? I really have to pee. We should probably wrap it up. <laughs> TheLiveHarrison.com. Okay. She is genius is the website currently. But, she is genius.com. Yeah. But TheLiveHarrison will have the most update stuff until yeah. I get, you know what I mean? Till yeah. the genius 
How often? So you're going to be back here in March? Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. How often do you come through this area? I mean, I'll come whenever. I'm kind of a, (laughs) I know, I know. Go pee. This is. Edmund's like, dear God. I'm no, kind of the guy. Like, let me say this. I met a priest on Instagram, and six days later, I drove to Austin just to meet him. Oh, that's great. And we had just met that's like really six cool. days. That's really, really cool. Yeah, Father Daryl lives in the middle of Canada, and he happened to be at Jen's show in Chicago. Didn't know that. Didn't know who he was yeah. then. He started following me. That's and then six so days weird about in Austin. So I'll come anytime. What's weird about the internet is the number of people I've let into my home. So cool. Who I've never met. Like this. <laughs> yeah. and Although we've known each other for a long that's time. True. That's true. But, but like, like yeah, the number of people I've welcomed into my home and then never really met, and then the first the first one that was when I've kind of was like, man, I need to maybe it was uh, DJ <laughs> Sean, who I didn't even really know really well online. Yeah, and there was no one home. Oh, so talk about social pressure. It was just oh. me and him, like How'd my that wife go? and kids. It was great. Oh, but I was good. so nervous. And then there was one point in there where I was like, what if he did kill me? Like, what if he just yeah. strangled me? There is a moment where you think about yeah. that. Like, I met someone I've met, like, I've started to meet people that follow me, you yeah. know, which is kind of a new thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was in D.C. and I had this girl meet me at my hotel and then we walked around the streets of yeah. D.C. That seemed like a really smart thing to yeah. do with, you know, Starbucks. Because I'm totally that way. Oh, that's totally what we did. Yeah. And she was like, it's cool. I'm homeschooled. Uh, or I was. She's like 26. She was like, I've got Mace. I was like, I feel like we're in D.C. and that might not be enough. But that's fine. Let's keep going. Yeah. And then she came into like my room till one in the morning. We hung out the whole time, and there was points where I was like, "Is this the safest thing to do?" do she you, was lovely. Do you do you have a hard time lying, or do you assume? Oh, I don't lie. Do you like, assume no I one lies? Rarely lie. So that's the thing is you assume the best in everyone. Kind I'm the same way. Twenty four seven. I'm just it's, like, why would people? Edmund, it's getting me in trouble. Yeah, I'm is like, it getting why you in people, trouble? Not super bad, but okay. I just never believe people when they're ever like, when they're like that guy was no that guy was lying. I'm like, right. what makes you? Like, how, why would you think how that? How dare like, you? Like, I'll say something and people are like, oh, well, that person won. And I'm like, yeah. why would you How? Why would you even assume that? Yeah, why do you think Raymond Arroyo is a liar? <laughs> yeah, he seems like a nice guy. I've never said Raymond Arroyo yeah. was a liar. No, I'm saying my friends. No, no, all I'm my friends kidding. say that. They do. Not. Yeah, I'm like, why would you give, <laughs> cut the guy some... He's never given he's me... He's on EWT. He's never given me a reason to doubt him. <laughs> no, it's true. I just... I am the most transparent, yeah. real, honest person 24-7. And so it never occurs to me that, that someone else isn't. Is that a defense mechanism? Or has any type of... No, being completely transparent not and vulnerable. at all that's not a defense yeah. mechanism at all i literally don't know how else to be yeah see i'm the same i don't way. did your parents uh did your parents put up a lying much when you were a kid uh, no i think they would really like it if i would like hold back a lot <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> my like, dad was i know why i am the way i am my but... dad was so forceful about oh, really like like telling a lie was like one oh, of the, the worst. worst things yeah no that wasn't the thing but then the other thing is once i hit a certain age I realized that I think a little bit it was a tri- it was a defense mechanism of oh. like if you're just being com- just if you're just always operating as truthfully and as mm-hmm. transparently as possible it was like the best way to deal with trying to be anything else. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, isn't it weird? My thing is, uh, and this is Kevin. You have to come back. No, that's fine. I'm so concerned. Can you not just go and I come already back? did. <laughs> Yeah. That's why you have so many Topo Chico bottles. Yeah, I repeat. Um, okay. <laughs> I feel so bad. Yeah. Um, no, I, well, part of my story is I, at one point in my life, and this is a huge part of my story, but I weighed over 450 pounds. Okay. So like at one point they couldn't even weigh me on a scale. And so I say, I think the reason I am who I am with this whole honesty piece is that when you walk into, into a room, okay. Yeah. And we're talking like, okay. And I don't know if you know what morbidly obese actually looks like, but 
I already was at a disadvantage, yeah. right? I Everybody knew something about me in that room yeah. that I, the guy next to me could be a pedophile. The lady next to me could be, I don't know, like, you know, yeah. uh, doing drugs, like whatever. But, but they you could know, see you. Yeah. But you could see me yeah, yeah. when I walked in the door. Mm-hmm. I was at a disadvantage yeah. and there was a vulnerability. So yeah. I think that is where my kind of was like, well, F it. Yeah. <laughs> I'll just... What changed? Like, what was the change in that? Which part? The like, weight what, or yeah, the, what was the turning point in overcoming that? Oh, that's just so long. Okay. I mean, it was. So, I mean, it really is. It's such a long story. I mean, um, I was diagnosed with diabetes at nineteen. I Dang. mean, it's just a huge part. Like the first time I went to Weight Watchers, I think I was like eight. Um, it was just my whole life, my whole my yeah. whole life, and yeah. so and it's a huge part of a lot of my wound and like what I talk about and like you know who I am. And obviously, I'm not like a runway model at this point, but I'm not where I was. And so, um, one part of it was I did have lap band at one point that was horrific. What's that? But it lap, was so that? bad. What is it? Was a band? surgery where they put a band around my stomach and I had a port right here on the side, and they took a nine inch needle. And it would be every four weeks I would go and I would have to They'd go under feed you. No, they would have the, to like they would have to they would feed it through the port under like this equipment. No, 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 no. Oh. To put saline <laughs> that's cute. <laughs> to put saline. And so it was kinda like it kinda like had a balloon around the band. And so it would get smaller around my stomach. Oh weird. And the saline would. And yeah. so the theory, it's like communism. Like it sounds like a good idea. Yeah. We should share all the things. <laughs> like like when you write that down and yeah. then you're like, that's actually yeah. not going to work. Like yeah. there's so many things that's wrong with it. Dang. That's kind of like lap band. It, they won't even like do it anymore. Really? It, but it was so horrible. It was so horrible. Like what do you but, mean? Like painful? Yeah. yeah. I was sick 24-7. I would wake up in the middle of the night, 3, 4 in the morning, choking on black bile. And my, oh. it would it would be covered on my my like pillow. Oh my it was gosh, awful. that's awful! It was so awful. However, it did get me to have my second child. All my doctors, I have eight doctors that work with me with all the health stuff that I have. Yeah, and um and they they allowed me to. You know, and we only did NFP the whole time, but we yeah. had to be very. It was like yeah, we could yeah, only yeah. high five pretty much like every. That was it. <laughs> yeah, that's us. And like maybe half a day. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so we got our daughter, and that's why she's named Kana because she was a miracle wow. that we even have her. That's so amazing. So Lapin give me did give me that, and yeah. then um, I did have gastric. What's that? Um, so that's when they remove the stomach, and so gastric bypass, and so Wait, they remove your stomach. Yeah, completely. Kind of. It's just Whoa. like floating in there, apparently. But they like <laughs> rerouted. It's just kind of off. It's yeah. like on a break for real. Yeah. It's like floating in there, and so they rerouted my like intestine, like small intestine. So they redid this wow. whole thing. And so it's a very dramatic surgery. But at the time, when the reason why I had lap band is I have this um, Mediterranean blood disorder, and only Greeks and Italians have it, yeah. and it's called thalassemia minor, and in at the time in America, there was no one who had thalassemia minor and gastric bypass. Dang. So that's why they wouldn't do it. So I was way too morbidly obese to have lap band to begin with. Um, but it was the only option that we had. So by the time that the gastric bypass came around, they were like, hey, we found some people and you're going to make it. So, wow. um, But I ended up actually losing my uterus at 36 mm. because of all of this. Dang. So yeah, I got that's a lot a of stories. wild story. I got a lot of them. I feel like that's one of the – I feel like especially in 2019, 2020, talking about – there's like a few – I feel like you can start talking about religion now. If you start talking about your podcast or your diet, 
People are yeah. like, we're out. Don't talk about that. <laughs> like, don't talk. Well, now I intermittent fast. I don't eat till 7 p.m. every day. Oh. That's how I've done the last 85 pounds. We could have done this whole podcast about that. Dude, don't get me started. I'm on an extreme. Look at this. I don't eat till 7 p.m. That's how I've done the last 85 pounds. I eat one. I've, love it, it. I've done one meal a day for love the last it. year. I love it. I love it. Look at Has this. Has it not changed your life? Yeah. Yeah. I should show you pictures of like. No, I should show you this. The, I, I'm going on like a three day. Are you really? Without, no food? Without eating. Yeah. But, How are you loving it? Uh, I don't know. It's Do you just have to talk thing. yourself into eating? Not, not really. No, but it definitely changed my hunger. I don't necessarily eat because I'm hungry. It's right. just because I'm like, I would just love to, I would just love to eat. Really? <laughs> yeah. Like it kind of, it might not be good. Right. Because you can, <laughs> I have to like talk myself into eating oh, now. Interesting. I wonder if I have some mild form of like eating something disorder. Oh, I yeah. obviously do. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Why are you doing it for so long? Is um, that what you do? You do like days? We got into this whole extreme. I'm no, really I'm fine now. I'm really no, you have reabsorbed it? Yep. I've reabsorbed it. <laughs> and that's why I'm getting this second wind. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Because I, I want to hear this. this All is that urine went to my brain. Did it? And, and like I'm you just feeling ate it? jacked. <laughs> Let me tell you. I'm jacked on... <laughs> I got that brain piss not, going. <laughs> I got piss brain. You're not drinking. No. You're not eating. Not drinking alcohol and but I'm not the peeing. urine, nobody knew. I and now you just th- found a whole thing and it's now a, you're going to invent a whole thing. Yep. It's a brain. It's like nootropics for your brain. It's like brain enhancement. I you don't, don't know pee. what that word means. Anyways, That's we got, people that read. We did an episode. My wife and I, we're like super weird and dumb. Anyways, we got onto this YouTube channel, this guy. <laughs> And it's called the snake diet. Okay. And he's just extreme. On all. Like extreme. Okay. And it's like keto. Okay. But like Shiite keto. Nice. So it sounds like karate. Uh, <laughs> it sounds like a form of karate. Yeah, it's Middle Eastern keto. Shiite, Shiite keto. Um, it's Okinawan keto. Yeah. Okinawa <laughs> Shiite keto. I'm going to get canceled Japanese. for that. I'm going to get totally. canceled. You can't do that, man. Edit that out. It's 2019. Nissan, Honda. Stop it! First you see father, then you see me. Do you know Karate Kid too? Uh, no. I hate you. Are you kidding me? No. Is it you Will don't know Smith Karate Kid? No, I didn't want to watch Are it. You effing kidding? I know I wasn't going to watch it. Will Smith? Yeah, his son's in it, right? No, stop talking. Karate Ralph Kid Macchio, too. The eighties. Oh, sorry. I thought you meant like the reboot. No. Oh, okay. No. Disgusting. Uh, but yes, it was Will Smith's kid. Yeah. <laughs> So in the first, the first, so his whole thing is fasting, mm-hmm. and not just intermittent, but like long term fasts for like days. Yeah, no, for like so there was this whole study done where they took someone who was morbidly obese yeah. and he didn't eat. Did you hear about this? He no, but I believe it. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, yes. <laughs> there was a guy, and you're what like, was it me? Yeah, he's the guy. And I said he was morbidly obese. I believe that. I, I, I used to be that. I might still be. I don't know. So he said. So just less. they did this thing. This they did this thing with this guy where um, he didn't eat for 365 days, and his body because he was morbidly obese. 306, not any solid food at all. Nothing. So they they did give him some bone broth. See, the problem becomes uh, electrolytes. Yeah, electrolytes yeah. and minerals yeah. become a thing. Um, you start eating your bone, like right? Don't you no. start taking stuff so, away? No. So this is the thing. This really? is his whole thing is, and I don't know if this is safe to even talk about, but. <laughs> Is so, anyone listening? Yeah, you're gonna, yeah, you're gonna my like, mom. You're gonna take this all out, so, right? This no. isn't live, right? I don't care. I, no, 
<laughs> just do it for me. I don't even have a career, so, so this is perfect. <laughs> you have more of a career than I do. I don't think that's okay. true. So his so the whole thing is that your body doesn't go into starvation ketosis mode, starvation oh. until you're out of fat. Dear God, I could live forever. Yeah, no. So seriously, like, oh, really? so the whole thing is like your body, your body huh. is muscle sparing and fat burning when you just don't eat. I just need to go to Antarctica. No, seriously. So you just don't. Eat. So we, so we were like, and my wife, you know, she was trying to get rid of the baby fat and, and she was, yeah, she, she was just in a low point and she, sure. and she needed, my wife is like, when she had her conversion, she was just like a switch. She just stopped talking to a whole bunch of people. Like she could just cold turkey. <laughs> like if she would, if she did meth and she decided not to do meth, she would just stop. Like it just. She really is a guy. Yeah, she could just stop. Yeah, me, I'd be like, well, but I'm thinking I mean, about it. But, and then that one time yeah, we had a really good. I don't talk. want meth to feel bad about me not yeah, doing it. I should call. So, so yes, we got in this weird thing about, and there's a whole Facebook group, snake diet people, and people losing, and it's really extreme. I mean, he's like, okay. he's like fasting away. Like tumors and cancer and stuff. I believe it. Yeah. I absolutely believe it. So we started getting into and it was like, okay, well. So how long have you done it? Uh, well, we've been kind of exper- – like the longest I did was I think like four and a half days okay. without eating. And? And it was uh, it was just crazy. It just tran- – it totally transformed – like I do, think, I do think Jesus could have gone 40 days without sure. eating. It absolutely. seems totally possible now. Huh. Well, granted, he's the son of God, but <laughs> aside, but no, that. it seems way more achie- yeah. like I think I could go 40 days without eating. Are you going to try? No, because <laughs> it would suck. <laughs> but, but, uh, how long do you want to go? Like, what is your goal? Uh, right now I just want to, well, so you have the ketone strips and I just want to get back into ketones. I have like a goal weight. So I have a, oh, okay. I have like a goal weight that a few months ago when I was doing a lot of the one meal a day and working yeah. out and stuff, I, so, um, but also, is it a lot more attainable now? Is that what you're saying? Like what? you're getting closer to your goal weight because of doing the snake diet? Oh, when 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 we did, so my weight has fluctuated over this past year. Okay, but like, I mean, my wife lost like 20 pounds in like really like within like a week or in like two weeks. It was yeah. like super quick. Mm-hmm. Um, and okay, I, I'm I, so gonna do this now. I'm so excited. Seriously, I'm so excited. See, but I I think you would love him. So yeah. he just. I'm pumped. I mean, he's just, he just yells and screams the whole time. Great. And, uh, it's really, but he has, anyways, we could talk, we should probably talk about it off the pocket. It's a whole, do you look up the thing? Just don't put this out there. <laughs> <laughs> so he starts his whole, every YouTube, cha- every YouTube video, yeah. he just yells, hey, fatty. Nice. And he just swears and like. So then I go back into like third yeah. grade. Yeah, yeah. But, <laughs> but, so at first, right, when we first came across the video, he has like his nails painted and he's like yelling and swear. And you're like, what is this guy? And he's talking about not eating, like just don't eat for like days. I'm like, what? So we couldn't stop watching it. So we're just watching, trying to figure this out. I'm fascinated. And so he just self-taught himself all this stuff. And like, you do the ketone strips? Yeah. just It's just to. Yeah. To see where. Yeah. It's just like, oh, it just, it's more like a psychological As a thing. diabetic, I can't tell you how fantastic the whole not eating thing yeah. is yeah. it's so great so the big thing on the so fasting great. yeah the big thing on the fasting is curing i mean he's like yeah. he's curing diabetes oh i'm not skin, i believe that skin conditions yeah. like all this stuff sure and it's crazy all the people in this facebook group and he's doing all of he was doing all of it for free for the longest time wow until they forced him to put why is um, it called a snake diet so i don't know it's that something to do with the way snakes eat a big meal and then they won't eat for a long mm, time that's true um 
But then you just yeah. drink snake juice, which is just electrolytes in water. Oh. So we but, make up a lot of snake juice. Oh, yeah. okay. But think about bears. Like they yeah. eat and then they don't. Yeah. Yeah, why don't we do that? So breakfast for sure. Have you ever heard about that? Like the whole um, – I feel like breakfast is the biggest lie we were yeah, all um, told. America literally inventing yeah, breakfast yeah, to sell more Do you think products. about that though about with your kids? Like as a yeah, parent, so doesn't we, that kind of trip you out a little bit? Yeah, so we did get really – I get really weird about that too because we yeah. were going into – I mean my wife and I were going low, low carbs and then yeah. – but then we are getting to a point where we are like, man, when you're a kid, you need so many calories. Sure. And carb carbohydrates a lot of times are easier to pack in the macros. Yeah. So I do worry because there's a lot of dinners where it's just vegetables and meat. See, and we're actually whole foods oh, plant-based. Nice. nice. So, so no meat? No. Yeah. No oil. Yeah. No. It's like hardcore. Oil. No what do you mean? Dairy. Like we don't even cook with oil. Like olive like oil. Olive oil? Coconut. Even though nothing. it's plant based? Right. Because it's processed. So what do you use to cook with? Broth. Or bacon fat. Oh, no. No, no animals. No animals. Mm-hmm. Broth. So yeah. And I'm my father's 100% Italian. Huh. So olive oil was like oh, mother's yeah. milk. Oh, you know yeah. what I mean? And so this was a whole different. This was actually my surgeon who mm-hmm. got us into it, which I was like, I can't. Like, please. My life is already so traumatic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. See, extra. Did yeah. I tell you? Everything about my life is so extra. Gosh. And um, I was, I'm a natural vegetarian. Okay. So when I was three years old, my parents said I just started pushing meat away and just wouldn't eat it at all. I literally hate it. I would, when I was 10, I would pray every night that I would wake up and like chicken mm. because it made my life really hard. What about eggs? No, I hated all of it. Huh. All of it. Seafood. I'm from Louisiana. My mom's yeah. Cajun. My dad's Italian. My father takes it like personally. Yeah, yeah. He still makes me special steak all yeah. the time. I'm like, but what's, but what's the vitamins? Uh, Can't or, take it. What's the thing that you have to worry about when you're plant-based? There's like certain. Uh, just um, B12. B12. Mm-hmm. Just like, you know, meat eaters yeah. have to worry about, you know, whatever. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, the B12 because it's not in the soil anymore. Okay. It used to be back in the, the day. Have you heard of the carnivore diet? So is it people, just meat? It's just meat. <laughs> like Jordan Peterson, his oh, daughter God. had some huge – had to like both of her legs broke when she was 12. Like she had all these disease stuff, oh chronic illness and went all meat for like two years and it cured everything. It's crazy. Isn't that weird? I don't know. It's all nuts. Well, and that's that's why I told my surgeon. I was like, look, I cannot do anything crazy. I'm already the weird vegetarian. Yeah. yeah. You know, like the only natural one I know. Like I yeah. rarely meet someone else like me because I'm not saving anything. Shoot a whale. Yeah. I don't care. Yeah, I yeah. do care. They seem nice. <laughs> Shooting don't a whale sh- sounds fun. Shoot, don't shoot whale. Shoot a whale. It's <laughs> Just shoot a whale. <laughs> of all the things, <laughs> club a seal. <laughs> You know, shoot a whale, club a seal. I mean, take away punch a, a polar bear in the face. You know, really? call them bad names. I mean, just be ugly. Yeah, just be mean to take a fish. A- Stupid <laughs> fish, no legs. Dummy. I mean, really? Because people are like, "Oh, are you trying to say?" I'm like, "No, I'm not trying to save anybody." Like, yeah. I mean, I also don't think we should just go around just murdering animals. Although I really don't care. Like, I've yeah. been, like, I have, I, really I have, uh, I have Lucasi cowboy boots. They're made yeah. out of horse. Oh uh, yeah, those are good boots. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the worst vegan ever. So, but now I'm vegan. I mean, I'm a whole foods plant based. Yeah, That's yeah. what it, that really. It's a healthy vegan is yeah. what that is. Fritos are vegan. Oreos are vegan. Just because you're vegan doesn't mean that you're healthy. Whole foods, plant based. That's a different. It's okay. a whole different thing. Dang. So it's no oils. It's no nothing. Is it's your whole family that whole. way too? You like your kids? Yeah. So when we were doing it, like <laughs> we, we watched fork overs, forks over knives, yeah. and that's what he got us a to watch. A lot of people get. 
Get on Listen, I mean, he. I was like, I can't do it. And then we watched him like, damn it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like one of those things. And so that was in 2014. And it really did change our life for Dang. real. And when we do it, it's phenomenal. My son is actually the most hardcore. My yeah. my d- daughter, she's the worst. Yeah. She'd shoot a deer. Do you do any, do you, uh, raw. <laughs> do you do any blood tests or anything? Like check your blood work All for the time. That? Because yeah. I have so many doctors. So yeah. my hematologist just checked on my stuff the other yeah. day. The yeah. only way I can personally get iron for the rest of my life, which is why part of the reason why I uh, lost my... My fertility, my uterus, yeah. is uh, intravenously. I can't get it through food or through pills. Yeah, someone else was just so you have to go in. I how have often? to get it in the so well. Ever since I had my hysterectomy, which will be five years yeah. in, um, so I was like diagnosed at thirty six, but I was thirty seven when it happened. So it'll be five years to this December, and it was the most devastating thing I've ever gone through, yeah. hands down. Um, I haven't since then. No, I mean how since often? I lost it, I haven't oh, had to go back. Interesting, isn't that fascinating? Yeah, oh, well, I mean, but that's kind of why it had to happen. Yeah, I was yeah. so sick. Dang, I'm gonna <laughs> so go, extra. I'm gonna go pee. Are you? It's yeah, back. I'm gonna finally go pee. This is I, lovely. I feel it. I feel not the pee. I feel. <laughs> I feel like this is kind of we're landing the, the plane. This is. The, I think I'm ready. I think the plane landed a while ago. Well, I'm, I'm gonna okay drive that off. <laughs> I'm gonna try that off. <laughs> No, this is great. We was covered fun? so this many very things. Fun. Yeah, I really thank you for being here, Edmund. Thanks this for having. This really great. For real, this is great. I could I could hang out anytime all the time. you're in town. If you ever want to promote a thing oh, to my thanks. mom and like three other people, a- anytime. Yeah, it would be really fun. You would be it would be really fun to have everyone else here. I'd love it. Hopefully, we'll make that happen next. Okay, time. hopefully next time I'll be I'll be cool enough then. Yeah, I'm gonna go pee. Okay. Thanks, Liv. Thanks, bye, bye. Edmund. <laughs> bye, Edmund.